Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Okay. Looks like I'm All right then. Let's do this then. Welcome to another episode of Free Fall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey guys. And Andy. Hey now. Hey. Hey now. This is, <laughs> this is episode 199. <laughs> Retirement. Uh, what? Huh? Retirement. What? I don't know. We'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it. Okay. Let's talk about. It. Let's let's catch up with everyone's week first. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. I haven't gone first in a while. I went to the field on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brought my uh, six ninety, my oxy five, and my crack beaver, and my work van because I was on call. Yeah. And dude, met you at the field. Dude, we haven't flown together in like a month. Something like that. Yeah, and, yeah uh, well, since Slow Mono, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mike D was there and uh, a couple of the other regulars, Mr. K, and uh, just not not a whole ton of people. It was a really good day, really nice day out. And, uh, dude, I flew the crap out of the 690 and the Oxy-5, man. There wasn't a lot of people there, and I was just getting some flights in, man. Nice. It was cool. And at one point, I sent Andy a text, and I was like, um, Dude, I'm freaking having a ball out here. Like, I'm getting a ton of flights in, which was cool. I had I had a lot of fun, man. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't yeah. flown that crack beaver, dude. And I don't know how long was racing that up and down the runway like an idiot. And many flight line violations. There was <laughs> many flight line violations. <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> uh, and really, not a lot of wind. So that thing's really like a lot of fun in the wind. I was going up. I was had the you know standing on the prop up maybe 30, 40 feet, and I was rolling it over, and I was coming down, and I was trying to see how close I could get to the ground before, like, pulling out. <laughs> and, and I, But I wasn't going straight towards the ground. I was kind of, like, angling down, you know, in kind of like mm-hmm. a big, like, half loop, you know? Okay, yeah. And, uh, dude, that was a lot of fun, too. Because I think, you know, a lot of pilots, I watch a lot of pilots fly planes, and when they come into land, it seems like they they know they have to flare, but they always flare too soon. And they always flare too much. I, and they I, flare like four feet off the ground and then yeah. drop it in and bend their landing gear. Yeah, see yeah. all the time. Get a bounce out and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what? I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you got to not be afraid of it, you know? Or you got to fly it all the way to the ground, basically. It, right. Yeah. Though I just had a good day. I know Steve, you got, had a lot of, uh, issues and you'll probably talk about that. Uh, but I, ordered me issues no yeah you have have issues (laughs) i uh last week i ordered i don't know if it was during the show or after the show i ordered the shrike from motion rc Mm -hmm. and uh dude we talked about on the show and i had it on a tab and i meant to like just look at it more closely and i finally did and ordered it man and uh got it saturday i think it was went home and put it together and i can't wait to do a review on this i I can say this, man. I hope it flies as well as it's been built because they really built the crap out of this thing. Oh, that's awesome. Remind me again, what was the yes. price? Plug and play or plug and fly or whatever. Yeah, it's one, it was 139. Yeah. Okay. Dude, just, that's just to remind my memory. 
Which one was that? That was the that's the, the sailplane, right? Glider thing. The glider it's like a tra- one. trainer glider sort of. Yeah. But it's pretty big, isn't it, Kevin? Like what's the wingspan? Like yeah. fifty some inches? I think it's fifty four inches. That's and, a pretty uh, good size plane for yeah. hundred and forty bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it looks like it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's like the radiant but no sweep in the wings, you know, the the prop folds right. back. I'm, I'm sure it's way more aerobatic and faster than a radiant. I'm really, I'm really holding back to talk about this thing because I was just blown away, dude, for a hundred and thirty-nine dollars, dude. Yeah, I can't wait to hear. It looks awesome. One of the things, dude, I'm gonna say right off. I'm just gonna say anyways, is and I didn't notice it at first. I I put it together and was checking it out and like looking around and uh, I had a I had a radio or receiver later later laying around, but I wound up ordering one anyways. Just one of those newer ones that um that spectrum has you know the, without the wire you know that new one and i've used okay. that i've used that on the radiant and another model uh because i, I kind of think that's that's neat having that you know little it's smaller than your normal radio and or your normal receiver mm-hmm. but uh yeah as i'm as i'm messing around with this thing and and no i look in and i notice that it has two carbon spars going down each side of the fuselage and i'm like look at this man 139 dollars and it's reinforced in mm-hmm. the nose area i would that that blew nice. me away but dude that's just yeah. like that's number one on like a list of 10 amazing things i saw on this plane uh that's all awesome. together so yeah i can't wait to i, yeah, like I can't I said, wait to hear about it can't ha- wait to hear how it flies yeah i can't wait to fly yeah. it man and then it takes like 1300 to 1800 uh three cell i think it was i have a bunch of 1500s mm-hmm. um Perfect. so i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah right in the middle i'm gonna throw a couple of those and try and get it in the air Hopefully nice. soon. Uh, so, and that is all I've been doing. I'm still t- printing out parts for my R2T2, which is, uh, I'm doing the top ring now. The body is in three separate rings and each ring contains about, mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know. Uh, the top ring that I'm printing out has 12 different pieces. Uh, so, and that's going to take one roll completely. So I think the body's going to be about three rolls and then, probably more for the the skirt piece and all that but i'm still still moving right along on it still amazes me that the guy didn't want you know any money for it put it out there and and uh it's just a well well engineered model amazing dude you're making me want to get that cr10 and and print out one too man oh jeez oh man i'm thinking about this (laughs) i mean don't get me wrong my ain't it it served me well and it's still printing perfectly fine, but that build volume, man, I'm jealous. I need something that I can really build like freaking, you know, it's pretty big cool. Stuff like the R2. Yeah. It's because, because you don't have to worry about trying to fit it. You know, you, you know, yeah. most of the stuff is going to fit and you just throw it up there. And like for mm-hmm. Halloween, I found this, um, Jack O lantern. It's called on Thingiverse and it was, you know, it was mm-hmm. a pumpkin that guy designed. No supports where you can print it out. And I printed out the normal size and it's about, I don't know, it's about six inches around, about the size of a softball, maybe a little bit bigger. Well, I was able to blow that up three, 300 times that, (laughs) wow, the the size of it. So I have one now that's like 10 inches. Um, and it's the size of a pumpkin, like the actual size of a pumpkin. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's amazing. Like I was, and it took, I don't know how many hours, probably like 30 something hours to, to print it out. But when I showed my wife, she was like, this is amazing. Like I did two walls and, uh, you know, a certain infill that was, you know, more structural, but didn't use a lot of filament. And, uh, yeah, pretty crazy, man. 
Pretty crazy. Awesome. So what have you guys been up to? Shall I go next? Sure. You shall. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I met up with Kevin, Mike, a bunch of folks, you know, at the club. And, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'm going to break in this gasser. I'm all ready. I'm going to get the first flight of the day. It's going to go straight to the gasser. Get the gasser. Did one flight. I'm like, yeah, this is good. This is going to be good. Ten-minute flight, half a tank. You know, hovering, sport flying, doing some backwards flying, even doing some like light funnels and hurricanes, like not a lot of collective, so not a lot of bank angle, but still, you know, doing going through those motions and, and doing those type of uh, maneuvers. And I was like, cool, I landed after 10 minutes. All right. Kevin went up. I'm like, all right, no one else going up. I'm going to go back up. And so I filled it back up, turn on my V control, turn on, you know, plug in a receiver pack and... And my day wasn't going so well. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so pretty much from, I don't know, what would you say, like maybe 10, 15, 10, 30 or so to like, I don't know, 2 o'clock <laughs> the afternoon. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, you were fighting with that thing for most of the day. Fighting with this damn V-Control Touch. Like, so just for our listeners, um, that's, that's listened to me talk about the v-control before uh i think it's, i might have mentioned in the review that i had like a weird firmware glitch happen before where it kind of went to this diagnostic screen i didn't know what the hell was going on um the only options were like to update but if i had wi-fi connection which i didn't so i couldn't update or um to format the disk format the whatever onboard memory that's on there so since I couldn't update, I formatted back then. And, you know, I was lucky that our friend Mike had his laptop with him, um, downloaded the V-Control Manager um, app, plugged it in, got internet, boom, reloaded everything, set up my buns, name, all that stuff. And then I, you know, went, in, went on with my day, right? Like flu. Right. This time, I'm Been- like, okay, this happened again. And I, now I want to like figure out what's wrong with it, and but it happened in a weird way. The the first screen I got was like this weird um, error message. Yeah, and and since that time when you did that, you really haven't had any problems with it. No, a whole year, no problems. Everything's good. Um, so so I did you know when I boot boot up the heli for the second flight, I get this error message on a white screen says the module for V bar basic is not installed and activated. You can do this now. Installing needs the network to be available. And, you know, I don't... And, and the screenshot says no network. So I didn't have my Wi-Fi. I didn't have Wi-Fi enabled. Or, I mean, sorry, Wi-Fi was enabled, but it wasn't connected to anything. It wasn't doing anything. Um, so I got the screen. And you hit the little X button on the, the top right, and it would disappear and come right back. The model moved. I moved my sticks. Everything moved. But... You know, I have special throttle curves. I have a timer. Like, I want to see that this radio is okay before I take this helicopter up in the air. So, um, yeah, you'd be crazy to fly it when it that condition, right? Yeah, that'd be insane. So, okay, you know, I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Let me post this on V Control Thread and you know, on Facebook page and see if like anyone else is having this issue or seeing this issue. Uh, one person was like, try, um, down, like, uninstalling the v-bar basic uh, app or module and reinstalling it it's like okay i guess i could try that someone else is like you know 
try like try a different helicopter. I tried a different helicopter. Didn't matter. So no matter what helicopter the Neo um, connected to, like the V control connected to the Neo, it wouldn't matter. It would get the same screen. Um, so I did get it. I I got my you know I once I unplugged the, it's weird because once I unplugged the Neo, just like the radio goes back to the normal like V control screen, like your normal white screen with the V control logo and has your name and the date and your firmware version, all that stuff. Like it went to the normal screen, so it seemed like it would be okay. But as soon as you plug back in, it just goes to that weird error. So fine, that module's corrupted, right? So I get my phone out. And I, um, you know, get Wi-Fi set up, personal hotspot, get it connected. I uninstall, reinstall. Okay, it seems fine. Sweet. Awesome. Um, I go and then plug in the helicopter. And it's like, oh, cool. It looks fine. But I'm like, but it looks fine when I did my first flight. Let me just disconnect the receiver pack and reconnect it. And, of course, boom, I got that error message again. So, okay. So maybe it's bad again, right? Or whatever. I'll try updating it again. So I tried updating again and it cleared. And then when I connected, it seemed fine. I disconnected again because, hey, it seems like a pattern here. The second time I connect to a Neo, it seems to crap out. Plug it in. Now I got the same error. Well, the same looking error, but it said um, your macro cells module is not installed and needs to be installed. Now, I'm in I'm in the world of like the first gen V control where everyone's like, just install everything. It doesn't matter. Just install everything, even if you don't have a gas or nitro or whatever. Just install nitro cup. Just install everything. Have it. It's better to have it, and not need it, than to need mm-hmm. it when you know right. you don't have like internet or your computer, right, to update it. So I have everything. So I'm like, I know I have macro cells. I know I have macro cells because I've adjusted macro cells for my um. My glow starter, right? That's how I do set up my glow. Um, my remote glow is to use a macro cell on the switch. So I know I have macro cells. So, but okay, it got corrupted, whatever. So I uninstall macro cells and reinstall it. And then what do I get? I get the diagnostic screen next. So now basically the V control is in a state where it's not happy with anything, with life itself. It wants to just, you know, get thrown in the garbage. <laughs> and you know, so it's like, okay, fine. It gives me that option. But this time, because I've been working with um, my phone, the hotspot to get all these apps updated, I have Wi-Fi now. So there's a start check, and I did the start check, and it did the check, and I couldn't even tell you how many errors it has because a damn screen, like, where it says errors, it would say, like, zero. So I would see the number zero when I started, and it would just be, like, block, one block solid block i can't read what's behind it and then two solid blocks so it's two digits number worth of errors it's it, fine it kept writing the number without erasing it so it just was adding like another oh black, maybe that's what yeah another black number mm. to over the top of the of the number that was there so eventually it was populating like the whole segment area for the for yeah the right font. it was just filling the whole like that yeah. one character cell really strange so i'm like okay Tons of errors, so there's a start update button, right? So let me click on that, and it starts to update, and it goes through this update thing, and and it looks fine. And then it's not fine. <laughs> it, go, it went back to that screen again. And I'm like, 
what the hell? So that diagnostic screen, like basically what you see on the screen for anyone who gets, if if anyone is unfortunate to get this error, you'll see like a black bar on top and then it'll say Wi-Fi and it'll say either connecting and then underneath that it'll say like version and it'll say PL400. There's the serial number, there's format disk, there's Wi-Fi search. There's like a couple of buttons and a couple other like numbers, random numbers. And there's like this one section that says errors and just has like a number zero. It's like, okay, so I'll try updating again. I was like, you know, and it, you know, I was just like, at this point, I was like, screw it. I'm going to connect it to a computer, right? So, Mike, let me borrow your laptop again. He uh, downloaded the vControl software because I guess he uninstalled it and started working on that. And, you know, and Wi-Fi is, you know, on a phone, on 4G, even with like four bars, it's, it's relatively slow. So, uh, you know, I just kind of like leave it there and go chat with the guys, go, you know, get a bag of chips, relax, just try to keep my mind off and do other things um, while my V-Control is updating. Beat your head against the wall. <laughs> Basically, um, more or less. So I'm updating V-Control Manager, and it's like firmware check, you know, um, what does it say? It says file integrity check. Please wait. And then you're waiting, 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 goes to the thing. And then it's like updating V-Plane, updating V-Plane old, updating EMU, ProOx, VBAR Canopy, all these different modules, right, or the, what I call apps. And like the first couple times I ran it, the first time I ran it, it was like like successful, done, done, done. And it was just like error, error, error. Well, the first Every time you, file, you error, ran it, Steve, error. I'm like, what the, we noticed there was like on? one error, right. one or two errors. And then after you redid all that again and ran it again, that's yeah. when everything listed yeah. as an error. It was really like it was just getting worse at that point. Yeah. And then I hit it again. I was like, okay, let's just try updating one more time, right? So unconnected, reconnected. It notices the drive connected. It tries to do its uh, file ver- verification, right? Tries to check the integrity of each file. And everything was just error at that point. So the whole, like, basically everything got corrupted in it. All the modules or apps or whatever you want to call it. One thing I did notice is when while I was in that diagnostic screen, um, like like many screens on the V control, they don't tell you that there's a page two. Like you don't know that there's a page two unless you by mistake scroll down or or flick up to scroll yeah to scroll down. And what I noticed is that when you scroll down, it actually gave you some more information, which is very helpful. And this is gonna this is leading me to the conclusion why these issues are happening for me. And I'm not sure why. I mean, this is my conclusion or my guess, I guess. Estimate, hypothesis uh, hypothesis yes there you go thank you it said memory 496 so i'm thinking 496 kilobytes right so you know 400 so four megabytes right fine four megs that's kind of that's kind of low but sure uh, memory use or you know 496 i'm like wait a minute Okay. Memory available zero. So my hypothesis is that when it's trying to like write, like when I booted up the first time, it's it's fine. But when I disconnect it, it's trying to write to a log, right? It's trying to write that flight data log. Mm-hmm. That flight data log has nowhere to write. It's full. Four ninety six out of four ninety six used. Zero available. It's used. There's no space. I don't know. Does it delete the old one? It didn't seem like it, because right after that, I would have all these errors. Everything would get all crapped out. Yeah, that you know? makes sense, actually. 
you know? So it's the memory's full. It just kind of gets locked down and can't do anything. Yeah. So it's trying to write to the memory. It, it, it can't. It, and maybe it, it does. Maybe the, I, I don't know who programs these radios. I don't writing over something else. And exactly. It. Exactly. Yeah. It might be just overlaying the zeros and ones somewhere else. And then what happens to that module or the app? It's now no longer, a, a, you know, a valid app or, you know, so that's, and, and maybe it's, you know, maybe it doesn't write over it. You know, I'm, right. I'm guessing that it does. Yeah, we're just speculating. We're speculating, right? Maybe it doesn't write to that file. Maybe it writes somewhere else and it just doesn't have the room and, and it just gets, things get wonky. Who knows? Um, so basically I didn't fly the V control touch after that. Uh, and basically I was like, Kevin, let me buy your radio. He's like, okay, here you go. You know, I am leaving soon. So I was like, yeah, I just want to get a couple of flights in. Let me try to get this, this gaster. Did I really say like that? I took two okay. more flights. Is it? No, did I do two? I think I did. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, yeah but I'm leaving. Sticking. So hurry up. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Sounds like that. Um, so <laughs> it's like, okay. So I flew one on the gasser. And then I was like, oh, man, I brought this. I brought my electric out. I didn't even fly it. I didn't even fly the nitro either. I'm like, oh, let me get at least one flight on, <laughs> on the electric, burn through that pack so I don't have to discharge it when I get home. Um, so I got to fly it in. And I almost dumped that. I almost dumped thumbed that thing in too. Man. I, haven't, I haven't flown in a month. It, it was very – might not have been evident to like Kevin watching or my – but to me, I was like, mistake, 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 like just – Calling out every single thing I'm doing wrong. I'm like, ooh, not enough collective there. Ooh, not enough this there. No, too slow on the tail there. Like, I just well, I wasn't my timing was all off on everything. Just, made, but because I haven't flown I mean, it so from long. what I saw, it looked like you were doing great, dude. Looked like you really didn't. Yeah, it didn't look to me like you were sitting out for a month. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it felt like that. You know, that, that was kind of. I was following you just a little bit with your post on the V Bar group, mm-hmm. and. Knowing that you hadn't flown in a month and this was your day to go fly. Yeah. My one day to go fly. Yeah. Yes. That made it just that much worse. Like I was just like, oh man, Steve, that sucks <laughs> so bad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. See, I'm, wasted your whole day was basically Y2K. screwing around with the radio. The problem. I know. But I don't think Steve. Yeah. Then <laughs> you realize that that was 19 years Your ago. Kids are going to have to Google that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that sucked, dude. It really did. Uh, I felt I felt bad for you, man. Yeah, I hope you can get something straight like figured out. Yeah, I'm going to report. So I want to gather as much information and my screenshots and everything that I have. And I'm going to I'm going to actually write this up as like an official document. Or officials, mm-hmm. I can make it. Um, and like, you know, whatever Google Doc or something, I'll, sh- I'll print it out or PDF it and share it out to, you know, I'll post it either on Vistabi forums or I'll, or I'll send it to Mikado support in Germany. Um, right. You know, I, I don't think, you know, I, I post in the V Control Facebook page. I know it's a public group. I'm not sure who manages this page, but I don't believe I got anyone f- directly from V Control USA trying to help me in any way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you know i mean people have lives outside of this hobby so i'm not i'm not pointing fingers or anything but it's like do i contact yeah. out of usa when they didn't even respond to the facebook post at all 
and that's right. been up for now since Saturday. So, well, you need it. You need it, like you said. You need it written up in a kind of a more yeah. official thing that you can submit yeah. to Mikado USA, Mikado Germany, put it on Vistabi. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. So stuff. I want to, I want to make this more official than just like you know posting it on on, yeah, uh, on their Facebook page for help, right? So right, exactly. Yeah. So that was my flying day. It was such a grand old time. I love it. No, <laughs> uh, I really did feel bad for you, dude. I was thank you, working, man. I appreciate it. And I would that would pop up, and then I'd scroll down, and see what was going on. It's like try this. It's like okay, try this. And nothing was working, nothing. and the, the hours were going by, and I was just like, "Damn it, poor Steve. He's not going to get to fly any today." Yeah, he yeah. really like he held it together. Probably I don't know. Yeah, I would have smashed two, that thing. Two three hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But fifteen twenty minutes into that, I would have been like, "Forget this. I'll just Very fly good. the Beaver around." 16 pound sledgehammer out of my truck with him. <laughs> that thing. Well, I mean, this isn't a cheap radio. It's money. I mean, I can hold it together for a couple hours, but after that, I, one day to go fly, I would have been so pissed. And, yeah. and that's the worst part. It's like I had full intention of throwing double digit flight count that day. Yeah. And I got three. Yeah. And it was two of them wasn't even my radio. You're gonna like, have really? To, you're going to have to pick up another radio just to have a backup or something. Well, I have my OV control, first gen. I'm just going to bring that to the field yeah, with just me start now. taking that with you. Or I might just take that with me and be like, Mikado, like, I want you to double check this thing. Like, yeah. You know? Something's got it. Like, I, I, you know, and, and I think it's a, I don't think it's a hardware thing. I think it's pure software. That uh, Being yeah, out of memory is such a bad thing like what are the engineers doing i don't understand how they don't like think of cpu memory usage just overall hardware usage like you have to be conscious as you as as a programmer so how do you not but, like oh well what I, oh it's so cool we can have all these logs and they can view the logs that all that shit is fantastic but not if i run out of space and i can't either store the logs or the logs or trying to store logs corrupts shit you know mm-hmm. And they yeah. should be able to tell that from that one screenshot that you have no memory. I didn't, and, and, and I wish I took a screenshot. I didn't take a screenshot of that. Oh. I don't think I did. I, I was trying to look on the Facebook post to see if um if oh, I, I did. I took a screenshot of everything. No, I, I, that was later on, I think. And at that point, like I was so frustrated, I didn't even bother. And I was going to suggest I'll bring. I can bring something over. Or bring like my my Oxy three, and we could try. You know, you could try to link into that and see if it does the same thing. But you had the same thing happen between two different models. My, yeah. Me bringing a third into it wouldn't make a difference. No, and I could have tried the nitro too, but like yeah. I tried, I tried to, you know, like I tried my gasser. Okay, fine. I tried my electric, and I know that's good. Like, yeah, you know. So it is what it is. I'm happy that I kept my old radio. So at the very least, this coming weekend, if I go fly. You know, I'll just use that. I'll just bind to that. Everything is all set up. Yeah, I can actually fly my my shit, right? Um, I got a quick question, Steve. Uh Uh, With the like the special V V curve app and stuff for like your throttle curves, Uh it wasn't that only available on the touch. Like, does that once it's programmed in the Neo, it still works on the old radio, the V one? Well, or how does also, that work? So, 
so this is an, I don't know if this is a bug or something else. And I I, didn't, I was gonna bring this up, but um, now that you mention it, uh, we don't have to talk about it. I was just it's okay. good job, Andy. It's okay to bring right. up. I think it's not a it's not a bad thing, but I mean it is a bad thing for Mikado, but it's not a bad thing. Bad, you know, like it is what it is. But when I did get it working, and I you know I um, turned the receiver pack on and the helicopter booted the Neo booted up, and I had my normal screen for that first time. I, you know, I was like, I was excited to uh, fly it, and I was like, okay, but I do want to up the throttle percentage just a little because as the engine breaks in, it's it's kind of like seeding in more, and then the RPMs are actually dropping a little, and I'm starting to get that wobble. So I'm like, let me go. I want to go a couple of clicks on the throttle curve. The special throttle curve disappeared. It's mm. no longer there. I go to the store or whatever to um, buy it or they download it again, and it says it's installed, and it says it's active. Okay. I was like, okay, well, it's not there. So I click remove. It removed it. I click install. It says install. And I go to, and it's still not there. But when I went to macro cells, the old setup was there, which means the old setup for doing the throttle curve on macro cell is to do um, special V curves under the 31, 32, 33 bank in macro cells. So if you go to those numbers and you can set that that special macro cell to be a V curve, then you'd say, you know, when I do negative 31 on a collective whatever, it is now going to do this V curve. Okay. So those V curves. And that, that works I, in the old radio. So. Yes, that works okay. in the old radio. And gotcha. that's, that, that V curve that I set up in the special V curve menu thing, all those settings were in that macro cell. So. I think that special V curve thing is just a graphical interface to the macro cell version yeah. to make it Makes easier sense. for folks to program mm-hmm. that. So even though that that menu function and you know under parameter flight parameters and then where it's supposed to be special throttle curve went missing when I went down to model setup macro cells, I saw it there. Okay, and I was able to up the points a little bit and, and then take that flight. Well, that's so. good. Cause I was kind of curious if anything different or special like that on the touch, if you know, a model has that set up. And then if you go back to the old radio, if everything still works it the should. same as it was before, it, it sounds like it will. So that's yeah. good. Um, and I'm, I'm like almost, I'm saying almost a hundred percent it should, or it is because all that information is stored in the Neo. So it doesn't yeah, matter right, what radio right, you right. I, I, I knew that. I just wasn't sure how the, you know, how all, all that worked. But if it, it's just a graphical interface for the macro cells, then that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I think it is. At least that's my conclusion on that. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. But, okay. So enough of that. Whatever. Uh, I got some better news. <laughs> I ordered some stuff. A jetty? Off, yeah. Oh, by the way, by the way, Andy, I was like, you can't see what I'm holding up, but I was, I'm holding my finger about a centimeter apart. I was yeah. that close to saying, screw this. Yeah. I was gonna curse, but not that, you know, screw this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna either go to Futaba or I'm gonna go to Jetty and go back to Brain. You know, I was really close because I couldn't. Like the frustration was starting to get yeah. to me, no, I especially later in that I day. Mean, you it, know, it's it's a super annoying. I, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, and I don't want to knock the product. Like when it's working, it's freaking great. 
You know, if I fl- formatted it instead of like trying to figure it out and fix it, fix what's wrong instead, instead of just go back to zero, erase everything, load what I need, and fly, it would have been fine. Right. You know, but I shouldn't have to do that well, every year. Yeah, so you shouldn't when I have run to out do of memory. That every six months or a year. Yeah. Yeah. Still bullshit. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's weird because, I mean, there's a lot of people that fly more than you. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if they're having issues or I don't know or what, or if you're just got a bad radio or something. I think I got a bad radio. I got first batch. I get that weird voice telemetry that Friday afternoon radio, you know? Yeah, right. Friday afternoon, post lunch, post, you know, the bar and a couple of drinks. At the yeah, restaurant, exactly. You know? yeah. Well, we don't know either if it's like we were talking earlier, you know, we don't know if it's actual programming or if it's maybe a memory fault. We don't. It yeah, could be some bad hardware. memory. Right. It'll be a bad but, memory chip. On right, that exactly. Thing. No, we're not sure. Yeah, We don't know yet. You know, I mean, I didn't build a hardware, so I don't know. Like, I'm not an electrical engineer, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, right. But I am a computer programmer and I've been in IT for over 20 years. I kind of know a thing or two about how things should look as far as like diagnosing and troubleshooting and finding things and, like that. It was like, Ugh. and your, your memory shouldn't be entirely full. No, no. <laughs> yeah, definitely right? not. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it only, like think about it. Every computer you've ever had, if that memory, yeah, hard drive is completely full. How does your computer run? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that earlier. He's talking about maybe that's the cause of, I was like, yeah, have your phone or your computer or anything. Fill the memory yeah. up a hundred percent. See how it operates. Yeah, yeah, like shit. Yeah, it'll be like shit, and and that, maybe that's what it is. So really, all the the you know, the the programmers of this have to just put a little, you know, if then and else statement in there and say, hey, if memory is less than ten percent, start deleting the logs every time a new log is written. That's it, done. Uh, Never have yeah. a memory issue ever again. You know, yeah. maybe. Give more than four megabytes of RAM, I mean, of memory, when, you know, we're talking about this day and age where you can get terabytes in an SSD. So what is, what is a one, you know, 64 megabit or, or, you know, 128 megs or whatever? Like, what is that? Right. Nothing, nothing costs companies nothing to, you know, get that one chip or a couple chips into the production line. Like nothing. Yeah. Right. Oh, I agree. And especially oh, like Kevin like, said, what if the memory chip is just bad or corrupted yeah. or, you know, right. it could be can, the cause of the whole problem. It definitely could be. Um, and the other thing is like, you know, if, if you're going to put that much memory, then stop developing apps and and program Feeling smarter, that, less yeah. white spaces, less lines of code, less, you know, me- things. Make it so that the code is cleaner, which means yeah, it takes less space. It. Optimization. Yes, optimize it. Well, that's a lost art form, dude. Now, ever since memory got so cheap, and they don't have to worry about that, it's just yeah, cold but I, messy I, as hell. Yeah, but I can see your definitely see your point. I'm actually looking through the manual right now to see if I can see any specs on what the memory is supposed to be on that. I mean, who knows? Is it supposed to be, you know, eight instead of oh, four? that's a good call. Shoot, I, yeah, like if one memory module failed, and now it's only reading half the space available. Right. Yeah, I'm trying to see. I, I can't. I can't find anything. I was thinking. I'm looking. That. Yeah, no, that's a good call. I didn't. I didn't even think about that. <sighs> Anyways, let's move on to some happier news. I I spent yeah, some money. 
I bought I spent the money. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone can un- guess what I bought, but uh, an airplane. Yes, yeah, an airplane. No, no, no. I, I I'll fly like an airplane. No, no, I won't. <laughs> uh, so it's all for the Kraken. And on order as of and paid by as of uh, actually today, I think. Yeah, yeah. I got the invoice from Kyle today. Um, got the titanium spindle and main shaft for the Kraken. Line it up a little. Got the aluminum fly brawlers mount. And I know my, my Kraken hasn't been flying the best. And I don't know if it's a tuning or what, but. I figured, let me try this aluminum fly brawlers mount. It seems to be coming with the newer, I think, newer versions and stuff. So let me just mm-hmm. get it. It wasn't too much money. Um, and I got the Kraken Nitro conversion. Oh, boy. Yes. Nice. So Sweet, dude. I should get that by this weekend. Or I'm hoping by this weekend or by early next week. It's okay. Um, yeah. And... I'm gonna convert. I did want the also. I also did want the yellow canopy set, and not because of yellow. I mean, obviously, orange is my color, but I wanted to. I wanted to build the lightest Kraken I can build with, like you know, just ordering all the parts, like all the factory parts. So, but so those were out of the stock. Yellow? No, they were out of stock, oh, okay. and I was like, I was like, Kyle, just just charge it, charge me for it, like, and put me on back order for it. He's like. He's like, uh, he's like, I, I really don't know when we're going to be getting him in, so I don't want to, you know, let's just wait. And I was like, okay, that's that's fair enough. So we'll wait. I'll wait until I, you know, I hear back from Kyle saying that they're coming back in stock, like, um, and then I'll I'll get that on order. So I do, you know, I do want to build, like, see how light I could get this Kraken built, as far as you know, um, with the nitro conversion stuff. Be, I, 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 mm-hmm, yeah, it'll be a lot lighter once you get rid of the batteries motor and esc anyway so yeah yeah i mean obviously the motor the the 105 takes you know a little bit of weight in the pipe um i want to i was thinking about buying that uh what's what's the mrci mm-hmm. they make um you know their pipe the one that looks i don't know their weird looking shape pipe um but they make that pipe like a lighter version and i was mm-hmm. like oh maybe i should get that because i heard Good things about the power output of, of the, that pipe. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard good stuff too. You know, so if it's like producing more power and lighter, oh, that sounds like a winning combination to me. You know, especially when my goal is to try to make this helicopter as you know relatively as light yeah. as possible. So yeah, do that. Nice, so, dude. Yeah, so, so I'm thinking about it. We'll see. Not counting your night bird. No, mm-hmm. that turned into the gasser, right? Yeah, no. but I mean, I bought the parts to build another one, but it's literally like parts sitting. So on you're my gonna board. have three fuel models and one electric. Yes. Seven hundreds. Yes. So wow. gonna be more fuel. Yes. You're only gonna have one electric. Yes. I mean, not counting my two gun nitros gun. and a gasser. In the seven hundred awesome. range, yeah. 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 I mean, I saw my five hundred, and I still. Fly yeah, that, but do they but... count? <laughs> I. I mean. <laughs> To you, no. <laughs> to other people, maybe. No, they can't. I'm just. I'm yeah. talking about 700s. Yeah, but that's for awesome, 700s, though. like Two it's nitros fuel. And a gasser. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. That's badass. Uh, and 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 I'm I'm happy there. Like I don't. I used to have a lot of electrics, and granted, like right now I have the Kraken, and but I used to have like, you know, yeah. uh, two All electrics, electrics and, and one nitro, or and something. one nitro, and now it's like 
it's reversing. The tides are turning. Especially because I also have two cases of fuel. So I'm like, yeah, let's burn through some nitro. You know? That'll <laughs> get you to the end of the year. So what are you, you going to do? <laughs> I know. Well, no, I'm not Dan Renine. <laughs> you know? Well, I don't I get th- him through a weekend. So. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I think um, with the gasser, that's really going to be a helicopter I put a lot of flights on. Yeah. You yeah. can get hundreds of flights on that for almost no money. I mean, it's yeah. so cheap to fly a gasser. Yeah. It's almost it's zero maintenance. Fuels dirt cheap, basically. Yeah, and, and then the flight times are super long for the amount of fuel you use. Yeah, you know? that's what I mean. I mean, the the per minute per flight cost or per minute, yeah. mm-hmm. is, uh, is cheaper than anything else. Cheaper yeah. than electric. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, I, I don't know which podcast I was listening to. I think it was uh, the Heliheads. They were saying, um, talking about gassers, and I know Dan was building the turbine. Um, and turbine? Talk- turbine, yeah. The guy who they had on the show talking about turbine turbines was called a turbine. Um, the, it's funny because I, I think they mentioned that like, Oh, gassers, like I want to get into gas, but that's, it's like, I think Kevin was saying it's a little bit expensive. The gasser motor is the same price as the one Oh five. In fact, if you bought retail to retail, one Oh five is actually more expensive. Yeah. And the pipe is the same price. It's like well, versus electric. It's the same as a motor ESC. So like if you go buy a motor in an ESC, it's the same cost as a gas engine. But not, well, with the pipe? Let's say with the pipe, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's about, that's about 700 bucks. It's like, like two something for the pipe and 490 for the motor. Yeah, so. I guess it depends. The pipes used to be like 100 bucks. And the mm. motors are what, 500? Four, 495 so ships. 700. But how much? So an ESC is what? Like three fifty, four fifty. I would say three fifty to four hundred, and that's on the cheaper side. On you know, yeah, you I think a two hundred, like yeah, it's about four hundred bucks. I'll be like four something. Yeah, well, let's just say four hundred, and then another motors what three fifty. Three, yeah. So it's that's that's right pretty there. Close, pretty close. Yeah, that's not including batteries. <laughs> yeah, how much are batteries now? Yeah, yeah. Throw the batteries in. Yeah, but, but you I have, have to have a throttle servo, so. Okay. I have to say though that, you know, the, your ESC is highly dependent on how hard of a pilot you are too. Yeah, like I, I get away with one thirties on mine. Yeah, dude, that's I, I meant to say that I was looking at the logs on my six ninety and I'm under. Oh, that was, yeah, that was a joke. I'm, <laughs> I'm under a hundred. Yeah, on that thing. You're like eighty nine or something, right? Eighty one yeah, I mean, or something. And I'm not, I'm not going easy on it. I'm beating on it, but I'm, I'm getting better at the whole collective management thing yeah and plus that's a i mean it's a light model it's like it does there's not a lot of ample and you don't run a crazy head speed i think you run like 19 almost 2000 yeah okay, yeah 1950 i think where the gassers uh it depends on how you go like where i bought a whiplash so mm-hmm. the kit was very little more than any of the other top of the line kits mm-hmm when you do the conversion, if you don't have a model and you talk about buying a model and then buying a three, yeah. four, five hundred dollar conversion kit, that's where it gets more expensive. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I'll stay if you fly a lot or even a moderate amount, you will eventually get that money back in fuel or battery savings. Mm-hmm. I mean, batteries don't last forever. No. 
if you calculate out 250, 300 cycles, which is, I'd say, pretty normal, it still costs you more per minute than it does to run a gasser. So, so, oh man, we should, we should kind of, we should do a show on that. I think that'd be kind of cool to, to like break down the cost of electric. Yeah, I've calculated it out several times. And I think last time I calculated, it was like 50 cents a flight or something for a gasser. Yeah. And nitro like, like a 10, four or, for like a 10 or 12 flight. minute flight. Nitro is yeah. like six or seven dollars. Yeah, for a four and minute, flight. I think flight. the electric was a, about the same money, but half or well, maybe less than half the flight time. So per yeah. minute, it's still considerably less expensive right. for gas. Right. Mm-hmm. But how can that be on electrics? When you're just charging the batteries and you're not buying any more. If you got to buy new batteries after 300 cycles, that's. I guess. I mean, they don't last forever. Yeah, there there I mean, is you a buy milk up to 400, but. Three hundred. Right. So average yeah, you're, you're you're benchmarking it. Yeah, at an average of three hundred. Okay, some will be yeah, wore out by two hundred. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. Like we can, there, there, the argument could be made also. Like, well, can you get three hundred flights on your nitro before you have to rebuild it? You know, do you have? I mean, a gasser. Yeah, you can. <laughs> well, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not even considering. Uh, it's kind of Main, electric maintenance. versus gasser. Nitro is just way way more expensive. Yeah, it's and not fuel even the same plus main. So that's a whole other category. Sure. We fly nitro because it's fun, not because it costs less. <laughs> also, so I, the whole hobby is because it's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I personally like the way nitros fly. I don't know what about them, but they fly differently. And I don't know if it's because the black nitro flies differently than the black thunder, but it flies differently to me. And I noticed it from. As soon as I got used to that model, I was like, my collective stops are different. It just feels different. Probably the weight and the power delivery. Yeah. I think it has to do with the weight, but a lot has to do with that power delivery, how it gives that power. I'm not um, I'm not sure you couldn't build an electric to fly like a nitro. You just got to put a smaller motor and gear it correctly. Smaller yeah. batteries. Get the same mm-hmm. flight time. I don't get know if you weight. could get the weight all the way down, but you could get it pretty low. Yeah, and, and one of the biggest differences, obviously, between electric and fuel models is that as you're flying, the fuel models it's feel lighter. better. Yeah, yeah, it gets lighter, feels better, feels more agile and compared to an electric where it pretty much feels the same and actually feels slug, sluggish as you go through your flights because your battery starts to sag more because the voltage is, isn't as high, so it dips more. It's, it's, so it's easier to dip lower in the voltage range, so... It's sluggish, like a wet sponge. Yeah. In the few flights that I had on the 690 and uh, are on the Glogo, man, I definitely know what you're saying, dude. I mean, I was starting to enjoy that. I don't know why, but I was enjoying it a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, definitely a difference, but definitely, definitely a difference in flight characteristics. Yeah, and definitely and the Glogo sure. is very similar, like then with the logo and Glogo, right? Like your 690s mm-hmm. and your and the Glogo. It's yeah. very similar. Like obviously the frames, the power plant is different, but the head, the tail, the boom, that's all the same, right? Yeah. And yep. the geometry of the servos and layout and everything. So but the difference obviously is the weight of the batteries and, and overall hella helicopter and stuff. So Right. Yeah. So but yeah, I, I am so psyched to get 
that cracking on the table, start taking it apart and do a little conversion on it, which um, I believe I'm going to be doing some videos for that. I'm already looking for um, a lavalier mic for my phone. So when I use my phone, because my phone has a really good camera. The new iPhones have a pretty nice camera. And when I'm doing those records, I want to I wanna do better audio quality, especially if I'm doing it in a garage or even in a, in, in a family room or wherever. I just want to get that, that little bit better audio tone. So, All right. Maybe yeah. Kevin can come over and run a boom mic for you. Yeah. Sure. I can adjust for proper modulation. Proper modulation. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Smack him in the head with it every now and then. I can't be there when he's working on his cracking, Andy. I'm going to be like, release the nitro. <laughs> <laughs> every five minutes. Uh, it's all right. I'll just have to uh, dub that part out. Just mute that that, part that's going to be cool, Steve, man. That's, yeah, that's, that's really awesome. cool. Yeah. So I'll kind of go through like. I can't uh, wait to fly it next year. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So, Andy, what have you been up to? I feel like I took too long there. Yeah, I'll I'll be short. I haven't done a whole lot. Uh, I did get a couple flights in over the weekend, but that's it. Nice. But I, you fly? Uh, the Exo Power. Just two packs one morning. I I like to get a couple in every few days, uh, just so I can not forget how. Yeah. Dude, every time I hear XL Power, I shake my head because that's the next helicopter I'm buying, man. Yeah. That, every time I hear 700 XL, like I thought you're shaking one, your head because it's a stupid name. No, dude, Mike's got his, and I drool over it every time I see it, man. Yeah. And he was flying it this weekend. It's it's just such a cool looking heli, man. Pretty My nice helis. They they definitely fill a niche, a big niche, which I'll get to in our review eventually. Nice. Okay. Awesome. But uh, I had ordered uh, last week, I guess it was, probably after we recorded, uh, Esprit Model was doing a sale on Jetty stuff. I think they had 15% off getting ready for Halloween or something. So I ordered another transmitter battery. Uh, They come out with a bigger, like a 6200 milliamp hour and a couple of receivers. So I got those in the mail earlier this week, I think Monday. I haven't really done anything with them, but I I just wanted to, that battery's bigger. I think it comes with a 5,000, so that's a 6,200. And my radio's really old, actually. I've had it three years now, and it was probably a year or two years old when I got it. So the battery's fine, but I figured, eh, it's, it's four or five years old. Wouldn't hurt to stick a new one in. Well, yeah. It was only like 30 bucks. So I thought I'd try it out. See, like it, it lasts pretty long time now. I could probably go eight hours continuous. I usually charge it eh, once a week if I'm flying a lot. It'll last uh-huh. through a whole fun fly or something. But I figured, eh, I'll stick it in there and see how it does. But, uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, like I said, not a whole lot's going on here. Still haven't fixed the gasser. Still haven't done really anything. Work a lot lately. That's about all I've been yeah. doing. Yeah. Work's been nuts for me, man. Yeah. So, yeah, me too, man. So, anyway, you want to move it on to the main topic? 
Sure. Yeah. All right. What is his main topic? Retirement, huh? Yep. Fuck, you guys giving up on the show on me or what? Yeah, huh? I thought we were going to retire. We, could, we, couldn't, we couldn't figure out episode 200, right? That's why. I know so it. So we're retiring Quit before now. then? Oh, we're ahead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, this is not about that. <laughs> um, so basically, what does retirement look like for an RC pilot? Geritol. <laughs> Geritol, Lawrence Welk. And I don't know what else. What, what's, well, <laughs> let me ask each of us that question. So, All right. Um, Kevin, I'm going to put you on the spot since you're the most mature of the group. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no. That's, that's not right. That's not right. You're not the most mature. <laughs> that was a nice way to put it. <laughs> but so, yeah. Um, what what does retirement look like for you when when, you know, when you're done? Well, what does a hobby look like for you when you're retired? Like, what's the hobby going to be for you? Oh, man. Dude, I want to be like. In my garage building shit. I want to be the mad scientist. Yeah. Building all this crazy stuff. I want to build a giant car crushing robot and just release it on the world. I probably shouldn't have said that, though, because now they're going to know who to look for. <laughs> um, yeah, you screwed up. <laughs> but no, dude, I kind of envision myself being uh, uh into the club. You know, I kind of see myself more like Tony from our club who's retired and uh, just... Mm-hmm. He's involved with the club a lot. He's there cutting the grass and kind of overseeing yeah. what's going on. He's there a lot at the club. I'm sure he's closer than we are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like he's there almost every day, but not for a, the whole day, like for a couple hours a day, you know. I was going to add also I, I can see myself getting more into the club politics at that point because I'll probably have more you know, free time, hopefully, if I'm retired. Ooh, Kevin um, for president? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, be the first president to be assassinated. Um, <laughs> but yeah, dude, I'll be. Uh, but you know, I, I'm I'm trying to look at this in an open mind and kind of like as I see these guys now. You know, I you're gonna you're probably not gonna have the funds you have now, obviously. So yeah, uh, I know, sure. I know it's it's tough because there's a lot of pride involved. But we, I do give some stuff to Tony every now and then because I know he doesn't have a lot of you know, extra money to, to buy shit with and like planes. I don't fly, you know, or whatever anymore. Uh, I've given to him in the past. So I don't know to be on the other side of that. It'd be tough to, uh, I mean, we still do see some older guys that fly helicopters, but it's like, like Phil, you know, Phil's retired. Phil Goodwin. And he's not a smack pilot, but he's a good pilot. And he, that's mm-hmm. why he came up with the old man 3d, you know? Yeah, because it's it's what we do. It's the slower shit and just having some fun. Just I have to think as long as you're out there, still involved, you know, yeah, and having a good time. As long as you're having a good time, that's yeah. what it comes down to, right? Um, yeah, I definitely don't see myself in the planker, the dirty old planker role. You know, not oh, gonna be you. like yeah. I see you sitting there yelling at people. Would you be a dirty old? rotor planker i don't know <laughs> like you know like look at you guys flying your plane so dangerous flying your pattern <laughs> well if they're on my lawn i'm gonna yell at them yeah they're like get off stop crossing the flight line <laughs> yeah yeah you know you're supposed to yell out taking off when you take off right mm-hmm. yeah and your landing too no one does that shit i, I don't ever want to see this plane here again 
Well, that depends. If I go north to the neat fair and work up there, then I might be like that. But I'm probably going south, so I'll probably be more relaxed. Yeah. If you've never flown at night, don't fly at night. Freaking, that plane's not on the ground in 45 seconds. I'm going to smash it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah. I don't know. What about you guys? What what about you, Steve? You're the, or Andy's young. I don't know which one of you is younger. I'm probably second. Yeah, I think I'm. Like three months younger than you. Yeah, okay. Six, eight months. I don't know. We're pretty yeah, close. Yeah. We're like less than a year for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. So for me, yeah. I mean, I can see exactly that, right? I could see a lot of like not long periods at the at the field, but you know, a couple hours a day. You know, obviously doing all, some of my other hobbies too. I, I would definitely still be in the hobby. I don't know the involvement, like. I probably, you know, maybe do the club stuff, right? Like make the meetings, maybe do uh, some type of officer of the club. I could see that happening. Um, but like with the fixed income, like I don't know about the fun flies. I think it'd be very even more selective than I am now with it with yeah. the fixed income. You know, um, like one big trip and then like a lot of small trips I think I could do. But it wouldn't be like a lot of big trips, you know, not a lot, not a lot of trips where I have to fly or drive more than six hours or so. This is really a tough question for me because I don't really ever see myself retiring, you know, from a, from a job. I'd like to. I think about it a lot. I don't know mm-hmm. why I'd be working my whole life, but I think I'd go absolutely stir crazy. You know, I'd, I'd, you think I'd have so to do though? something. Yeah, no, there's, you could fill your days with building that car crushing robot. Yeah, on the news, Central Florida uh, devastated uh, by a car crushing (laughs) robot or a 400 percent R2D2 rolling down the street. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I I don't know. I think I see if if it was any other person that didn't have a lot of hobbies, I'd be like, yeah, you're probably going to go stir crazy. But I don't know. You have a lot of hobbies. I have a lot of shit, programming it, Arduinos and whatever new shit they have by then. Yeah, you'll yeah. be building your own classic arcade at your house, you know, building the cabinets and installing all the, you know, retro pies and just setting everything. Like, I, you know, I, I feel like you'll be all right retired. Like, you'll have enough things to do. Oh, I agree. I got to send you pictures of the latest thing I'm building. It's freaking crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll send you pictures of it. It's nothing to do with RC, but uh, it's uh, I post it See? on my Facebook page and shit like that. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you know. Like the, the free time you have, you're not like <laughs> you're not yeah, squandering. Not you're not squandering yeah. it, right? You know, like you're not True. just sitting around twiddling your thumb. Like, what should I do now? You you have things to do, so I feel like it would just translate to that. But it'd be more relaxed. Like you'll have more hours in a day to like work on some Arduino projects and work on some 3D printing project, work on some helicopters or building a plane, or you know maybe you'll get into something like you know. Building yeah. balsa planes or something, yeah, you know, just build like, a balsa kid or something. Yeah, something where you can take your time and and work on something long term instead of just like, okay, I got to build this helicopter for this weekend. Like, let's go, you know. Like, I got to fix yeah, this for yeah. this for the fun fly, you know. Stressing out of, of that type of stuff. So, um, but yeah, for myself, I think it'd just be a lot of hobby work, uh, and then of course spending a lot of time with my family and and um, hopefully I'll have grandkids and stuff like that. So. Nice. Yeah. And I'm hoping that by the time I retire, I'd be able to at least get one or two 
younger generation, like whether it's one of my kids or both my kids or, you know, um, well, by then they won't be kids, but um, maybe their grandkids, you know, just gets, you know, try to get some family members or some other folks, the younger generation, the hobby and try to mentor and have them, you know, succeed in the hobby as, as much as I can help them, you know? Nice. Well, let me ask you this, Steve. By the time you're retired, do you think that gasser will be broken in? Eh, it might be a couple ounces of fuel left. <laughs> <laughs> At this rate. <laughs> oh, it's funny because I, I think Mike said, I don't know if it was Mike or you, but it was like, I did two flights of the gasser, and they're like, I didn't see any fuel go down on the gas can. It's still yeah. the same level. <laughs> yeah. When you took off for the first time with that helicopter, man, I looked at Mike and I was like, okay, what are we doing for the next half hour? And he yeah. started laughing and I was like, you got a deck of cards or something? Should we play a game? <laughs> he was cracking up. Yeah, oh, no, it's, it's, it's true. That thing, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm liking it because I can like, I, I've been turning up the head speed a little and kind of just, you know, even some I'm still in the braking fuel, I'm not, I'm not cranking like 19 something, but. You know, like whatever, seventeen twenty or whatever I'm at and just um it's fun, you know. I'm I'm definitely getting some flights in. I'm definitely doing more stuff with it. You're still on the first gallon? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. It's not like I didn't want to you know, I haven't been trying to fly this thing, it's just you know. It's long now flights. Yeah, I was going to say, what are your flight times? Like ten minutes? Ten minutes, minutes, I'm still coming out of half a tank. I mean, granted, I'm only hovering Sport flying. You crank that needle out about another turn just to get through that fuel quicker. You think so? Just, just no, dump that doesn't work. Knowledge. That's a joke. <laughs> that wouldn't I, do any good. I wouldn't that like just kill my head speed, like bog motor. <laughs> just dump the rest of that gallon in your gas tank. Then you'll be through with it. Yeah, just pour that in your, in your car. Here. Don't, don't. <laughs> no blower. I mean, let me let me be honest here. I've thought about like i'm like damn there's not that much fuel left in there maybe i should just throw another gallon in there and put the regular oil in there like you know the, I the regular i wouldn't make no I, I know i but like i'm just like like i won't lie it hit me for a second like hmm you could dump that out and then put the other in you'd be, you'd be okay yeah no i gotta go through it i gotta i wanna i wanna be you know as thorough as i can be with this and I want to, you know, I want to burn through that whole gallon. And I can't believe I've now done like maybe an hour's worth of flight time on that helicopter, right? I, th- I think I've flown six, 10 minute flights at least. Yeah. And um, I, I haven't flipped it inverted yet. <laughs> like it's been all upright. Wow. I don't know how to set a V curve for this throttle percentage because it's so low. So, like, I haven't, like, thir- like, I don't know. Thirty percent, I guess. Go the, it's, just, it's the same way. Just go the other way. It's the yeah, same way. Just make it a U or a V or. But whatever. do I go up to? I don't go up to a hundred, right? Like I got to keep. I don't know. What do you have on your positive on the other on the positive side? Thirty percent. That's or your less. maximum. Yeah. Because hmm. I'm trying to keep the head speed low for the break in. Okay, but you don't have like it doesn't go on up like when you get to max pitch or anything. No, it kind of bogs a little. I could probably crank it up a little bit more. Well, whatever. You can make the negative side just match the positive side. Then you can fly around inverted. Same difference. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm actually kind of like worried about flipping it with this low head speed and heavy weight helicopter, you know? 
But yeah, I mean, I guess if I'm hovering up right at that thirty percent, I should be able to hover inverted at thirty percent too. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. And, yes. and we're back to this. Why are we back to this? We're on the main topic here. So yeah, so retirement. I got enough hobbies. Woodworking. I want to build a Miata with a Corvette motor in it, an LS motor in it. So that's going to be oh. a, a long project. That's going to take me probably five to ten years anyway. So that can be something I do in retirement. Um, you know, obviously vacation, see the world and, and all that stuff. If I have the money with, with me and my wife, um, that's something we want to do when we retire too, you know. So I, I'm not worried about it. But as far as the RC hobby, I, I can see myself still flying. I, I can definitely see my style calming down a lot. Because I can barely see the helicopter now these days, so <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, I, I gotta have to slow down. You know, I know I'm getting older, and so listen, dude, being able to see the helicopter isn't all what it's cracked up to be. <laughs> I've been flying now for a couple of years, and I see it every now and then. Yeah, yeah it just comes in and out of focus. <laughs> you know what it's gonna do? Just do that. Just move the yeah. sticks. Yeah, just move the sticks. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna be mine. <laughs> I, you know, retirement's gonna be fun, and I think. Our next kind of topic like this, when we talk about other stuff, I'm going to kind of bring the retirement back in. And, and I know it's kind of like, what? What are you talking about? But it'll make sense, you know, a couple episodes later on when, when we kind of, I'm going to kind of give a throwback to this episode. So just All keep right, that cool. in mind. So, Andy, how about you? You young buck, huh? <laughs> yeah, young buck. <laughs> well, unlike you guys, I see myself going to more fun flies. In retirement, hopefully. Are you a big saver kind of guy? Like, do you save a lot of money? No, not, not really. But I figure, uh, I mean, you never know how things are going to go. But by the time yeah. I'm ready to retire, I should have enough money to do whatever I want. Hopefully. So I foresee myself having a, a, a good camper or a small RV or something. And be, see right now with what I'm doing i'm so busy in the spring and the fall that i kind of miss a lot of the good fun flies yeah so not having to be tied to the farm would be fantastic i could go take a week and go to fredericksburg or you know here there wherever you know go travel around to a lot of the events hopefully Mm -hmm. and this is all i mean we're talking about several years in the future so Hopefully, I still have the same interest I do now. I don't foresee it going anywhere, but, you know, you could possibly not be as into it as I am now. Yeah. But hopefully not. And I'm most likely going to build a, I don't want to call it a club field here, but a flying field. I don't know if I'll do a club just because club politics and this and that i I tell everybody i'm not going to do a democratic club i'm just going to do a dictatorship so i'm I'm gonna build just do what george does yeah that's basically it i'll have the field and the facility and Mm -hmm. maybe have people can come fly or do some sort of something but i don't foresee having to do the whole club and the committee and the whole all that stuff bylaws and all the yeah, stuff yeah be, this is it and what i say yeah. goes and if you piss me off get lost yeah that's kind of how i see it going so nice. but i want to have that and i'd like to be able to help people out 
mm-hmm. fix their stuff or build models or something for them. Yeah. You know, I've, since I've been like 25 years old, I've never been bored. There's so much stuff to do and so many things to learn mm-hmm. and hobbies. You know, I'd love to build some balsa kits, learn how to do covering, uh, stuff like that. I mean, of course, building the helis is pretty standard stuff, but mm-hmm. I've got my machine shop. I can tool around in that, do some stuff for the helis or this and that. So I think that would be fun. Yeah. Just, just kind of, I look forward to having time to, to hang out and not be beholden to the farm and the weather. Yeah. And then like having to rush, right. It's like, you right. know, these fun flies, like that Sunday, it's like, okay, I gotta go. You know, like, exactly. it's not like I can hang yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I would love to be able to leave the house Tuesday morning, go somewhere and then, pack up Sunday evening, drive home Monday, you know, yeah. I ain't got nowhere to go. And I mean, nowhere to be at a certain time. Right. I want to go to torches down in Florida and stay two weeks, a week mm-hmm. at torches and a week, wherever across Florida. I want to be able to do that. Yeah. So for me, it's, it's a more of a time thing. Yes. And who knows? I could screw it all up, not have any money. Which, which case I'll just stay here at my home field and fly, I guess. But <laughs> uh, hopefully I'll be able to to make those plans happen. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nice. Yeah. And and that's a good idea. Like there's things that you know we can do now to prep for our retirement, and not yeah, obviously like 401k, Roth IRA, all this stuff. You know, you, yeah. you got to def- diversify your motherfucking bonds, right? Like, <laughs> like we can. There's there's things like that you can do, but also like buying a camper, buying mm-hmm. you know or a an, you know an RV right instead of a camper if you want to like just drive an RV everywhere in the world you know right, in, in right. the US and stuff so things I mean, like it, that it like, still costs money early. like mm-hmm. you're talking about taking big trips like to urchin flying and stuff yeah having an RV I don't know is a lot cheaper. Because you got to buy no, gas, but yeah. it's it's less expensive than packing and flying and renting cars and all that stuff and yeah. hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. what you could do if you were retired, though, is you could do like like I don't understand how some of these guys get the time off, like Ryan, to meet up with the guy who's dropping the trailer off at Tuesday, you know, uh, for a, or Wednesday for an event that's like Friday through su- Sunday. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. if you were retired, yeah, dude, you could go out there and you could pack your jalopy with all your shit and freaking drive out there. Yeah. Meet the guy and for what? 600 bucks, rent the trailer or the camper for, you know, the week or the or weekend. You, or you could be that guy. You could be renting out your camper and, yeah. and your RV or something. And that'd be a little form of income where it's very low as far as like, you know, work, you know, overall, like having to work. It's not a lot of work, but you'll get some income which you couldn't pay for to your next event that you want to go to. Right. So, sure, know, there's things, and but the, the key I think in all of our um, what we would we do is is that we have time to do these things, you know, mm-hmm. which is the biggest yeah. difference right now. Um, I don't know, about, I mean, I know you feel probably this way too, Kevin, but like I feel like my life is basically like work kids family and then go to sleep and then back to work again you know it's like it's just like a cycle it's just 
every day it's just like and work is like the constant you know right well yeah and for me it's just my week is packed with we do the podcast and then i mean yeah it's my my week for the podcast is at least two days sometimes three a lot of Mm -hmm. times i edit the whole show and then i go back the next day and i'll just do the I'll do some of the sounds and stuff like that, maybe the bloopers, and then I'm done the next yeah. day. But it's still a commitment. You know, it's you still have, time. have to get it done. It's still time, time that you're using, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, but it's it's good and it's bad in a way. I mean, I I, I love doing it, and uh, but yeah, it's 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 a commitment. But then again, my weeks go by pretty quick. Like before I know it, it's Friday, and uh, and but then again, you know, I don't have too much time to prep for the field and, and get stuff ready so it's it's hard to find time for that like sometimes i come home dude and i'm like oh, i don't want to do anything you know all, all i want to do is just chill out right you know, well which that only lasts about a half an hour and then i'm doing <laughs> yeah. something because uh, i mean like i don't know about you guys i know well i i know both of you guys pretty well but i mean we have just your gen your general daily stuff that you do it's just me and my wife here uh, you know, so, I mean, there's just the, the, the home things that you have to do on a daily basis, you know, the garbage and like in the summertime cutting the lawn and in the fall doing the leaves and stuff like that. And then pretty soon it's going to be shoveling the snow and, and, you know, it's just all that stuff cuts into all the time that you have when you're not working. We're all working pretty hard. Yep. Absolutely. Exactly. Yep. That's what I was going to say that it's spring, fall and somewhat through the summer. I'm just. I don't, um, I go out, I work all day and I come home at eight o'clock, eight thirty nine. I don't feel like working on anything. I just want to sit down in the recliner and watch TV for an hour and go to bed. I mean, I just yeah. don't, you know, I can't get into a project or something. I just don't feel like it. Yeah. Now through the winter, I, ha- I have a lot more time to do that kind of stuff. Right. So, but having, Money is always a factor. I mean, unless you're just super rich or something. Mm-hmm. But time is a is a very big factor. I feel like probably for all three of us. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, <clears throat> and just like you described that situation, like I get that too. I have there's days where yeah, you know, you I, I leave my house. Commute. Yeah, Mike, I leave my house at seven in the morning and I get back to my house at eight thirty at night. And yeah. then it's like you know, I spend a little. I uh, have dinner with the family. Um, my wife will end up passing out and, you know, Hunter go to sleep and Chloe go to sleep, take a shower, go to sleep. And, you know, like now all the kids are asleep. And I'm just like, like you could work on a bunch of stuff, but yeah, you feel like, like it. Yeah, exactly. Like I could clean the garage. I could work on some woodworking projects. I could work on the, the gasser. Like I, I've had the gasser on my table and it's nothing. I don't have to do any work on the actual airframe gasser because I've been flying it, but the canopy, it's sitting there. I, I, I'm, you know, it's like, all yeah. prepped up. I got my my blue electrical, not electrical tape, my blue uh, masking tape. It's like a right. mask of the area. My sharpie to like mark out what I need to cut, and my Dremel, my rotary tool, and everything there. But it's like I have everything right there. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm just gonna go and watch an episode of Flash and go to bed. You know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, just it makes yep. it's, it's oh, just, I hear you, so I... long already. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah. And if you stay up half the night doing that stuff, and then you just kill the next day. So yeah, then you suffer the next day. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that, we that's might just where... be getting old, Steve. I, don't know. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what? There was a point where I used to, I used to, I, I kind of get this way still with some projects. Like 
when I order something, if it comes in, I work on it that day. Like I'm excited yeah, to work on yeah. it that day. I, I remember there being a turning, turning point. I was probably when I was in my forties that it was just like, I'll put that on the shelf and I'll get to it this weekend. I'm excited that I got it, but I gotta, like, I don't, I don't feel like working on it now. And I, I noticed that at that point I was like, hmm, maybe I am getting old. So I'm not really into working on it at this very moment, you know? Yeah. But that being said, dude, uh, there are projects now that I, I get, like, and I immediately open up and I start working on. Right. Yeah, I think it's more of not getting old is just depending on the project. Like, I was that way with RC a few years ago. I mean, I would crash something, and then I would have it fixed and to fly the next day. Right. And nowadays, it's just like, eh, I, I mean, I've got a plane in there that's been crashed all year, basically. I'm like, eh. Yeah. And, and I haven't even fixed the gasser that just needs some new links. And then I was going to change the pinion. I mean, it's, I could do it one evening, you know, two or three mm-hmm. hours. I just haven't found, I've been super busy the last couple of weeks and haven't found, I mean, I could make time to do it, but I haven't really found the desire to do it. Yeah, and the motivation. Like, yeah. yeah, the motivation. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. When you first get in the hobby, you're so excited. You, I mean, yeah. you got to fly every day. You got to yeah. do this and build this. And I would drive an hour to the hobby shop to get props or parts or this or that. Yeah. Something stupid get like right before they close. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause I got, I got to have it by this weekend. You know, I yeah. crashed on Wednesday and I yeah. go get stuff Wednesday night, put it back together and, and fly it again. And nowadays I'm just like, nah. Whatever. Yeah. I'll get it in a week or two. Yeah. I think also it comes down to because we, we in the beginning of the hobby, like I mean Kevin, you can you can confirm this. Like every weekend I crash something, whether it's a plane or a helicopter, like I especially when I was flying the oxys a lot. And no no fault to the oxy, it's just my, my piloting skills. But I would just dumb that thing in like all the time. So every weekend it was like, Okay, cool, I gotta you know, rebuild, get the stuff going. And then it's like I started accumulating more helicopters and more, I guess, you know, uh, flying skill, right? So I don't crash as much. And, and then it's like I have more heli. So if a heli goes yeah. down, you know, eh, I'll get to it eventually. If you have, have other stuff to fly, you're yes. less rushed to fix that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's almost like it's the opposite now where it used to be like when I came home with everything that I went with intact, that was a – that was a rare occasion, and now it's like if I come home with something like crash, not that I'm that good of a pilot, just you're, you're crashing less. Yeah. But I, I definitely understand what you say. When I mean, geez, you and I both, man, how many mm-hmm. we go out, dude, plow dude. something in almost every week. Yeah. Easily, me with the oxy three, especially yeah, the was- oxys. Yeah. We beat the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like funny because people are like, they're like, they look at you kind of funny because you're just like. That made your shot, but whatever. I'm gonna go fly, right? You know, and that's yeah, and we did like because we crashed so often. It was like, oh, I'll, I'll I'll replace that part, but yeah. I'm just and the boom's a little bent or yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an oxy. It's a tank. Yeah, can handle it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I wanna I wanna reach out. Yeah, I wanna take this question and send it out to our listeners. Um, when this episode is released and you're listening to it, come to Facebook um, or Podbeam and post on there. What does the hobby look like for you when you retire? Or if you're retired, what or, are you doing? Yeah. 
shoot, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. if you're already retired, you know, like tell us, you know, like our speculations of what we are going to be. Is it like, uh, are you listening to the show right now? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, right. Okay, sure. Every day at the flight. <laughs> yeah, come come talk to me when you're 65, whatever, you know, when you retire. Come on. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, are we, uh, or, or is it all like your experience says, no, when you're not going to have the time, even though you're retired or, you know, um, or, or maybe the motivation or drive that could change too. Right. How, you know, yeah. and you mentioned it, like, you don't yeah, even that's know that's what I'm more being a hobby, right? Worried about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think as long as I have good friends and I do have, I have a ton of good friends in the hobby, man. I, I, it'll be like, I don't care if I go and fly and I just go see the guys, you know? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. And not every week. I mean, more fun flies type of thing, you know, because it's just, I, I, I enjoy seeing everybody, man. I enjoy seeing the people that I have seen before flying and, and mm-hmm. how their skill has gotten better, man. It's just, it's really cool. It's, it's, I think that's part of it, man, that we don't even re- realize, you know, that one of the reasons why we like the hobby so much is, you know, you can see that not only in yourself, that improvement, but, you can see other people getting better and it's just seeing that growth. Yeah. You know, it's just like a, I don't know. It's not like an addicting type of thing, but it's just like, uh, you know, something that is very cool. Yeah. You, know? I, you, I have mean, a, you have a history with that person, even though, you know, you might not have talked to him that much, but you mm-hmm. say, oh, I remember when he couldn't fly that well. And now look at him, he's kicking ass, you know, yep. that kind of thing. Yeah. That and, um, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like, I don't know. I get a lot of like if other people are flying and having fun, I kind of like I don't know. I eat that stuff up, you know. Like I I enjoy that mm-hmm. that that yeah. I'm seeing other people having fun in this hobby that we share. So, um, oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's and, what and you're I right. Love like about the events. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and and it might be you know talk 25 years from now. Um, if I when I retire, if I retire 65, 25 years from now, like. Will I be flying as much as I fly? You know, maybe I go to the field and do one or two flights and be content with that. You know, it might not be about like, I mean, and I noticed that even now, like it's not about the quantity, you know, it used to be, oh man, I got right. 20 flights in. I used to keep counting my yearly flights. Like I got 600 flights this year. Like all that shit now don't mean shit to me anymore. Like as I started getting better, it was just like, I feel like the quality of the flights got better and also my, and that's stress level, but it's like I'm doing, I'm taking, I'm doing more stuff like that. I'm even impressing myself that I'm not crashing or about with, right? So it's like, oh wow, cool, that that, that I didn't crash there, and then, well, okay, I got, I got to make sure I give a little more of this or more of that. But yeah, I'm good. Um, and those flights, I like when I land, and I'm like, okay, and I walk back to the pits, I'm like. All right, you know, I got a little smirk on my face, and it's like, yeah, that wasn't bad, <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> That means you're having fun, dude. Yeah. You really don't care what everybody else is thinking. And you're just having fun. Yeah. That was a big turning point for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go, go and have fun. If I'm doing, the, and Andy and I have talked about it a lot. And I think Andy probably had partly to do with it. It's like, you know, Andy said to me, if I do the same four things, I don't care. You know, yeah. just mm-hmm. having fun doing it. And yep. if you can only do four maneuvers, just try to do those four maneuvers really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Make them clean. Center them up to both directions, just whatever. I mean, you could, yeah. there's, that's the great thing about this hobby and I, and planes, helis, quads, whatever. 
you can always improve something. There's always something you learn or something to improve. Yeah. Right. In your flying. I mean, you, I've never met anyone that says, yes, I can do everything and do it perfect. Yep. Even the, the highest level pro pilots. So yeah, I'd like to clean this up a little or that or whatever. Yeah. Well, geez, dude, that's what I remembered when we first talked to Kyle Stacy and he said that there are still tons of maneuvers out there and tons of linking this to that that nobody's even thought of yet. That kind of blew my mind. Tons of transitions that we haven't figured out yet or created yet. Yeah. And I talked to him like years later and I was like, I remember you saying that on our show when we had John early on. And he's like, yeah, I, I still believe that. And for him to say something like that, it's, it's just, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that also gives me hope to not probably get as disinterested in this hobby as maybe you could in some others. Because mm-hmm. there always is that next level you can push for. Yeah. And you kind of got to be careful about not burning yourself out. If you kind of, and I've failed it at times where you just kind of back off for a week or two and don't really worry about it. Mm-hmm. But then you always come back just that much stronger. Won't learn yeah. this or learn that or right. perfect this maneuver or this. I mean, there's just so much you can do. It's, kind of a never ending thing to do with flying you can always I, learn something else. And I think dude, when you start to get that feeling like it's aggravating, when you get that little inkling that this is becoming work, that's when you got to, that's when you got to back off a little bit. Back off. Don't, don't keep yeah. going till you completely get pissed off at it. Just yeah, back yeah. off and do something else for a week or two weeks yeah. or whatever. So yep. let me ask you guys a question. When you're retired, do you think you'll ever sim again? Probably. Yeah, I think so. I don't think I would. I think because if I want to fly, I would just go fly. I mean, granted, obviously, if the weather's not permitting or whatever. That's yeah, you got weather thing, but, and stuff. But, I mean. It's cold but, you know, through the winter. And you, you know, it's super cold. Why would you bother? Just I probably won't live where I live when I retire. I think I'd probably move to Arizona or somewhere warm and dry. So when it's 120 degrees in the summer, you don't want to go outside and sweat. Then yeah, but I'll yeah. be, but I'm old. I'll be waking up at five in the morning. I'll be out the door by five thirty. I'll be fine. Get back at seven thirty. Get two hours of flying in. That's all I need. I think I would use the sim because <laughs> I, think, I so? think there's always going to be something I can I can mess around with. I don't know. I mean, I don't sim a whole lot now. So I'm, I know that's what yeah. I'm thinking too. Like, yeah, do we I mean, sim I've much kind now? Of, <laughs> I've kind of stopped simming uh, lately, but I, I like to get back to it. But think how good the VR shit will be in twenty more years. Yeah, so, yeah. simming will be pretty badass by then. Oh, oh, by the way, I tried to do accuracy with VR. I couldn't get the VR headset to work with. Oh like, really? Not work with Steam. It works, but like I'm in like a Steam VR room. But I'm like, how do I get into the game? How do I like the game? You know, like. And then my, because I do like, I did accuracy VR, my TV just turned black. So I, I, you know, but I'd hear it. I would hear like the loading screen or not the loading screen, but I would hear like, um, no, I should, do I hear anything? No, I don't think I do actually. So I don't know what's going on. So I, I don't know if any listeners have ever set up accuracy with, uh, an Oculus. Tell Steve how to get in the room. Yeah. Let me know how I, how to set that up and get that going because I want to try figure why not you know 
at least give it a shot to see if it's like you know when you're when you when you your helicopter flies by you you actually turn your head and and track the heli with your head and stuff you know i think it'd be pretty interesting so steve 20 years from now when you're flying in vr dude with that virtual gasser do you think there will still be a virtual half a tank left in it no but today? i will make sure i have a non-virtual but real chair that i can sit in i just thought of something that'd be funny as hell on a sim what if they had a gas model but it was limited to like the low RPM and stuff for the first like first eight gallon. flights. It would fly <laughs> right until oh, you broke it in. So you oh, get the geez. full experience. That that would be That'd a be simulator. So screwed up. That'd be a simulator that no one will want to fly. <laughs> I know. Be, but it'd be funny. It would be. It would be hilarious. Like same thing for Nitro, right? Like would you go and have to fly like Half a, you know, not half a tank. I mean, half a gallon. But would you have to take like two, three flights before you start leading it out? And you know, I wish you could blow them up on there. That would be cool. I wish that you could do that too. You like, could like tune the needles. Yeah, or just buy the shit out of it and have a stall on you. You can't. It's like you can't. It's you know, an accuracy at least. I I, I fly the black nitro. I was like, and I'm just full clutch climb outs. It doesn't matter. Don't care. Yeah. Stick bang. Don't care. I mean, it bogs, but it doesn't like, and it just stall. You know? I don't know. I've bogged them pretty low before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, again, for our listeners, if you're retired, let us know. How realistic is our forecast of what we do or what we would be doing? Or what, how, you know, share your experiences. How do you um, stay in the hobby and, you know, stay active? And how often do you fly and, and things like that? And if you're not retired, what what is your projection? What do you think you'll be doing when, when you retire um, as far as a hobby? So let us know. Yep. Okay, let's move to news and announcements. News and announcements. All righty, what do we have here? First, I wanted to remind everyone to call in our phone number. Oh, yeah. 973-936-936. 8936. We've had a pretty good turnout of people calling in and leaving messages so far, which is awesome. I notice most of them aren't leaving their name, but that's okay, I suppose. We'll play them anyway. <laughs> but yeah, leave us a message. Call in. Oh, we got to figure out how we're going to play that stuff, too. We can play them. It's, it's, yeah. It won't be hard. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kevin, you'll have to set up that mixer, I guess, and get that, like, get that input. Yeah. Going. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna have that going. Okay, cool. I saw a new Blade helicopter. Yeah, what is that all about? Blade three thirty S comes in a bind and fly or a ready to fly. I'm not sure what radio comes with it. It's probably a DXE if it's ready to fly. Yeah. That's what came with the two thirty. Mm. Uh yes. All right, so I'm looking at this. What size are these blades on this? Like, what? Oh, it's a 325. Yeah, you know what this looks like, right? What? 450X? A 450X. I think yeah. that's basically what this is. Is the 450X updated with safe? Yep, updated flybrows unit. Which, in my opinion, I mean, safe is great, and uh, the flight modes are great for beginners. But I feel like the B size probably flew better. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't flown this. So I, I'm just you know speculating, but. Yeah, they say it kind of uh, meets the gap between the 230 and then their 360. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So oh, yeah, if you if you do look at the frame, Steve, it does look like the four fifty. Yeah, to pull yep. the bell crank for your elevator servo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. even the motor, the four 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 forty uh, yeah. e flight motor. That's the four, not four fifty. Well, that was the four fifty X before they gave the high performance motor, which is the heli four fifty, heli four hundred motor or whatever from um, from e flight. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's set up to run on a three S twenty two hundred, just like the four fifty X. Yeah, no, it's very. very I don't similar. know. Uh, I don't know if anything else has been changed with the mechanics. It kind of doesn't look like it. Nope. Yeah, that looks exactly like the it. frames. Don't look any different to me. The gears, main gear, servo layout. Good. Pretty much everything looks the same. Everything, yeah. even the head and the the metal um, the metal head uh, block, but with the plastic grips. And hey, you know what this is good news for? Guys still running 450Xs. Hell yeah. That means they can get parts. I like to get new stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, go check that out if you're looking for um, like a step up from a 230 or something. You want to stay with the blade. Uh, the bind and fly is $369.99. Mm-hmm. That's everything you need but a battery and a transmitter i think yep yep all you need is your transmitter battery and a charger and it's it's already fully built set up all that stuff yeah i mean you'll have to do the radio setup of course but yeah the helicopter right, stuff but, it's fully right 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 set up. Mm-hmm. So check that yeah. out horizonhobby.com if you're interested and we got some info on the new free wing commercial airliner plane they got Oh yeah! Open up nice. the pre-order for this now. I've been seeing it all over Facebook. Yeah, you know how I was bitching and moaning the other day because I didn't have any specs. Yeah. Well, now I have specs. So did you stop your bitching and whining? Never. <laughs> no, <laughs> Never. that's still yeah. going on. <laughs> nice. You guys right, said you'd kick me off the show if I quit bitching and whining. <laughs> this was a test. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's the Free Wing AL37 airliner, twin 70 millimeter EDF jet, plug and play. I like the way this thing looks. Yeah, I love it's cool. I mean, a few years ago, I would have bought this hands down. Yeah, and I still want it now, but I I have a a little bit more control now, knowing that I probably would never ever fly it, hardly any. So I'll save that money for something else. Yep. Me but too. it really looks badass. I, mm-hmm. it, it looks cool. Just see that thing going by, doing slow passes and stuff, flaps down. Yep. Really cool. I just, I, I wish I had an asphalt landing strip. That's the only thing stopping me. I, my landing, um, our runway is, it's getting really rough, really, really rough. Like, it's that geotech. Textile stuff. Oh yeah, I was gonna say, don't you have geotex? It's so rutted out underneath that geotex. Yeah. yeah. It was farmland and they have like lanes so you can you could break your break your ankle out there. Uh, yeah, but not yeah. even that. It was it was way better because they graded that at one point, but it just you know erosion over well, time. They, yeah, they need to roll it up and redo it. Yeah. Well the plane they call it one nineteenth scale. It's a seventy Four or seventy-two inch wingspan, which is eighteen hundred thirty millimeters. That's big. 
two meter length, which is seventy eight point seven four inches yeah. long. Wow, that's huge. Pretty big. Yeah. And One it's, thing it's stating it's the largest EDF produced by Freewing to date. I would say that's right. I mean, you don't see a lot of EDFs with seventy two inch wingspan. Yeah. It has two six S. 30, 48, 2150 kV motors in the the fans, 260 amp ESCs, uh, 12 blade fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing to note here is it only flies on one battery. Yeah, one success. So a 6S22, a 6S 4000 to 6000 milliamp hour lipo most of the twin edfs will run two batteries yeah so i don't know trying to keep the weight down that's what i'm thinking so they do put um a note on here saying need just one success lipo to limit weight and allow this aircraft to cruise comfortably at less than half throttle Uh, oh yeah it seems like a weight thing and and it can also be like a weight distribution thing is when you start putting like two 6S packs on a fuselage this big because it's a airliner. I feel like it would have to be front to back, which then makes, you know, that area needs to be very long and very big. So, Sure. Yeah, I mean, something scale like this, it's made for speed, not for... You can put a, a big... So if you can lighten it up. Right. If you put a big, like, 6,000 in there, I mean, you probably could be okay. Yeah, I'd probably put like a 5,000 graphene pack in there, you know? Yeah, they're saying maximum flight time could stretch to potentially 10 minutes. Yeah. So I'm guessing about five-minute flight times. For me, Just, yeah. Do you see there's 10 person. servos on this thing? Yeah. The retracts and everything, there's a lot. Yeah, electronic retracts. Uh, where's it say? Flaps. Probably servo for each. You know, you got your rudder, two elevators. Flaps, ailerons, and then your f- nose. What is that? So the servos, it says six nine gram digital metal gear standard servos. And then it says four nine gram hybrid digital. What's a hybrid digital metal gear standard servos? I'm not sure what that is. Is that where the main gear is metal and the rest are, are, are the other way around? So it could be. Oh, metal you're metal saying like the, the metal and plastic gears? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. No, but it's a hybrid digital metal gear. Like, yeah, I'm not sure what that means exactly. Maybe the digital part, but how do you have a hybrid digital? It's either digital or it isn't. Right. You can't have digital and analog at the same time. Yeah. The waveforms are totally different. Um, No, maybe you send a digital signal to it and it converts it to analog to run the servo. I'm know. just I'm just saying dumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know you try to try to pull shit out of your ass right there. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't know. That makes zero sense. I don't know what the hell that is. I just looked That's up the servo awesome. here and it says lightweight, efficient, high torque metal slash plastic hybrid gear. Ah, uh, so so it is metal so they, and plastic. Okay. In the description they put hybrid in the wrong spot. Yeah. It should be digital hybrid metal gear servo. Not hybrid digital. Yeah, definitely. I guess we're trying to lighten that thing up. Yep. Recommended environment outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> Do not I mean, fly actually, in your living room. 
Actually, no, no, no. I, I stand corrected. You ever see those videos of uh, those guys that build the ultra yeah, lightweight, those, yeah. huge? I was going to say oh, they're yeah. ultra light. I don't know how they do that. And they fly super slow inside of like a stadium. Yeah, they fly or like three mile an hour and yeah. around a gym or something. Yeah, like a tight Big space, like they're constantly like turning. Yeah. This is cool, though. I, man, you know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Price on it is 500 bucks or 499 yeah. And you can get it with decals or you can get it just white? Yep. I was getting ready to say that. If you want to decal it up as your favorite airliner or whatever, mm-hmm. you can buy just the plain white one. Or you can get the decals with everything applied except the Motion RC airlines. It, it comes in the box, but they don't put that on there because you don't want it. Oh, the, the yeah, yeah, the motion. The one sticker that says Motion RC Airlines. Yeah. But it has the, the wind stickers and the tail stuff. Right, right, nice. That's cool. I'm glad they're offering one without stickers. That way people can paint it or get their own decals and stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I would hope that it would still come with the, the window stickers. You know, because I mean, you see it in white, it's just like, oh, that kind of looks weird. Yeah, I don't think it does. That's a FedEx plane, dude. Yeah, at that point, right? It's a, a cargo plane. Yeah, it's cargo plane. I don't know. This thing is nice, man. I, I, I gotta, I'm gonna close this tab. I can't keep looking at that or I'm gonna end up buying it. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's me. Like, I, I want it, but I know there's, yeah. I'm not gonna fly it. I'm gonna have to take that to the field and this and that, and it's gonna need a good runway. I'm, I'll never fly it. It looks cool though. Yeah, that's right. I'd be better put my money on something else. I would, yeah. I would definitely want to see this in person though. Like, so I'm hoping one, you know, maybe someone in our club will buy it or something. Just would be nice. Yeah. Never know. Yeah, you never know. I'll be Kevin's next plane. No. You don't need a runway. Just hand launch it. Steve, and then yeah. keep the just gear up and land it on the grass. No, mm. just catch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hand launch it and catch it. Catch and release. Put Bill out there and say, here, catch this. Bill, catch <laughs> this in your mouth. Full yeah. speed. <laughs> <laughs> really, Kevin? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, what do we got next here? I uh, saw so AccuRC is doing a sale right now on the sim. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how long it's run. They say through. They say for Thanksgiving weekend. I assume that's to the end of this weekend. You mean Halloween weekend? Yes. How? What I say? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh no, Halloween weekend. They call it Halloween. It's not discounted on Steam. However, however. Oh, so you have to go through an AccuRC shop. I guess. Yeah. Mm. There's no Steam. It's still fifty dollars. Oh, yeah, I wonder if they could have done like some type of like redemption coupon code or something, you know? Yeah, that'd be nice. So cool. check that out. If you've been on the fence or something, might now might be a time to, to pick it up while it's on sale. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely if you want to also like if you're on the fence and you're like, well, I fly, you know, Next or Helix or whatever the other ones are. Um, but maybe your friends fly accuracy, so might as well get it at a cheaper price. So you can buddy, you know, you buddy up with them and, and do some sim, sim yes, sessions, you know? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Uh, I got a couple more things here. I forgot to put in the thing. Okay. There's a, for the Oxy five, there's a third bearing support kit. Ah, yes. I saw that. That they've 
released. Uh, yep. I think it's, it says designed specifically for the MEG conversion kit. The bearing support helps prevent flex in the motor shaft from the additional load of a larger disc. Yep. It uh, can be used on any size Oxy-5 build. Depending on your motor selection, you can use the 5mm or 6mm bearing, mm-hmm. which are included with the kit to match your shaft. That's what I'm talking about, Luca. Nice. I love that he includes both. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's cool. It, it's a one-piece thing. So you got the part the motor bolts to, and then there's um, an arm comes down the back side, and then you got the bearing support. Yeah. So all that stuff is is mounted to the actual motor instead of having two separate cross members. Yeah, you're saying instead frame. of two bearing block type of deals. Yeah, it's very similar to, I think, the Goblin design. The Goblins have like that, kind of like the L-shape mm-hmm. motor, uh, their bearing support. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Check that out. And then they also have released the the skids. Yes. For the Oxy-5, the plastic yes. struts. And it looks like it is four millimeters taller mm-hmm. and 40 millimeters wider. Wider, yeah. Which is really nice. Mm-hmm. That's good. Less chance to tip overs, you know, taller, yeah. just to get be a little more stable. Still feel like they look a little short, and I don't like the way the plastic points in. goes points in. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that look. But either. I'm not sure. You might be able to spin them around or something. Yeah, I know Devin and uh, Rob got theirs already. I saw they they posted a video. I didn't get a chance to watch it, but they did post a video online. Yeah, uh, yep. I could I could ping them and just ask them, if, you know, if that's swap. I mean, it's not; it's just an aesthetics thing, so it's not a big deal. I mean, but if you're worried about it, I'm, you might be able to work something, turn them around, even if you had to get longer pipes or something. Yeah, but just the fact that they're available is is awesome. Awesome. Yep. I like those much more than the carbon fiber deals. Yeah, if you notice, that's like that's like the the trend right now, right? Like. A lot of companies, you know, maybe a couple of years ago was like carbon fiber, carbon fiber, everything carbon fiber. Line. Now it's really like, nah, we're back to the plastic and skid yeah, tubes. Because everybody know? figured out carbon fiber skids suck. They do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they look cool. Don't they get me wrong. They look cool sitting on the shelf, but yeah. when you go to use them, they, they grab yeah. the ground, tip you over. You can't slide very well. And they, they break. I mean, if you... Oh. Hit yeah. hard and stuff. Yeah. Just, they don't flex enough. They, they just end up cracking. Yep. Yeah. I don't have any specs about it, but the Mikado Logo 800 is what? Do you guys coming know? Coming soon? It's coming it's, soon, just like it was coming soon before? Cause yeah. It doesn't really say know. anything. Details of prices will be available soon. So. Well, it looks like it's free because my price is zero dollars. It says your price is zero. I think they announced that there's no new announcement. Maybe just don't I forget don't, about it or something. I, I don't know. I thought I saw a, a Facebook video. I did. I saw it. Dog put out a video. Yeah, just saying there's not. But there's no. They announced there's no new announcement. Yeah. Just what? Okay. You know, and and the thing is, it's like this was released when like. This was unveiled at least. I wrote alive, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what? Seven, eight months ago? March. March, yeah. I think they just put that out to say, hey, don't forget this is coming soon. 
I'm just poking fun at him, to be honest. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, I mean, you, we really don't have any specs or anything, so. I mean, I guess we have one spec. It's going to come with that uh, bright yellow and blue canopy. <laughs> well, no, we have another spec. It's going to be an 800 size. Oh, yeah, we have two specs, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there you go. what size blades will it run, Kevin? 800s. <laughs> will it run 806? Will it run 820s? It's probably going to be 690s. <laughs> it's going to be 780s. It's going to be 790s. It's a small 800. No. It's a small 800. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! It's a small eight hundred. It's gonna run seven ninety twos. No, it probably run you know your traditional eight hundred, eight tens, or whatever. I don't even know if they make like who makes blades bigger than eight hundred. Besides eight hundred six, you know, because of rail. Dude, but I I did hear a rumor that it was already pre boom struck though for you, so you don't <laughs> have to worry about doing it. <laughs> comes with a dent in the boom for the blade to go by. In the boom <laughs> for all us. Inept pilots that are definitely going to boom strike it. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of being hard on Mikado tonight, yeah. but yeah. But we all have their equipment. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we still fly. <laughs> Even Andy. Yeah, and he doesn't fly, but he has one still. <laughs> he has one. I protest, but I got it. Okay, do we have anything else for news? In an offense? I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I never have anything, so. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. what's next for you in the hobby? I don't know. What's next for you, Andy? I'm getting ready for the RCHO fall pull next weekend. What is that, like a tractor pull thing? Yeah. Trucks and shit? We all meet at the RCHO field, stand around in a circle, and have a pull. Oh, jeez. I'm definitely not going to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's their big fall fun fly. Oh, RC cool. Helly's mm-hmm. only, Knightsdale, North Carolina. So I got to get this gasser fixed and whatever else. Go through, clean out the camper, and put all my crap in there and get ready for that. That's in North Carolina? Correct. Near okay. Raleigh. Okay. So what's next for you guys? I have no idea. I got so many things I got to do before winter up here. I don't even know if I'm going to get to the field this weekend. Winter coming? Winter is coming. Yep. So, yeah, I, I don't know what I got planned, but i uh, got a couple of th- little things I'm working on that aren't really RC stuff, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get to the field or not. I want to because I want to fly that damn Shrike. Oh, I want to hear about it. Yeah, so me too. I better, I better try and do that. Yeah. Call me and give me the full review, and then it's, tell everybody else later. Wow, dude. You want the exclusive? Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I don't really don't want to do that to our listeners. Eh, they'll never know. Okay. Talk me into it. <laughs> what are you going to be doing, Steve? Depending if I get my my order in, I should be working on the, on the Kraken. Uh, if not, I, I'm, I'm going to try to cut that canopy up uh, so I could put the canopy on a gasser. Because I'm almost done with the break-in, so I'll put the canopy and make it look all pretty and, and then... Start flapping okay. it around in the sky. Uh, beyond that, yeah, I mean, I'd like to definitely go out flying someday this weekend. But I know my friend invited me out to go shooting with him, so I might do that on Saturday. I'm not sure yet, so we'll have oh, to cool. see. Yeah, go to go to oh. PA and do some full automatic stuff. Speak, speaking of shooting, 
or speaking of friends or speaking of shooting your friend. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> uh, my buddy Jeff there, our buddy Jeff, uh-huh. uh, he's got that 3D printer. He bought another one, and I'm sure he's going to need help putting it together because he hasn't done it. He got it like Wednesday, uh, Monday or Tuesday. I don't know. He got it earlier in the week, and I think he's going to be like, hey, can you come over and give me a hand? So I might do that Saturday, but I, I don't know. I, f- I feel like you've already taught this man how to fish. Once you he's know? got one, why does he need help with the second one? Yeah, that's what yep. I'm saying. I think I you've already, that was my analogy. Like, you know, you already kind of taught him how to fish. Yeah. Should he be able to continue that? He should. I mean, that's cool if he wants you to just come out and hang out while he builds it and stuff, you know? But Yeah, but it's, it's going to be nothing to build. You're gonna, these things nowadays, dude, four screws and you start printing. Really? Yeah, I'm not sure what, what the CR10 was. I know my Aina was all. It was in a flat oh, package. Yeah. It was it was completely yeah. needed to be built. But um, yeah, it's a CR10. Like, is that kind of like pull out a box, you put the Z axis together, and that's it, or something? Yeah, you just mount it right to the bed, and then just plug everything in. Oh uh, yeah, okay. And start yeah. printing. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't listen to this podcast. So depending on how many drinks he has. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll determine if he calls you. If he calls you because he's out of frustration and can't read the manual properly, <laughs> folded it on upside down. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I'll do it Sunday and go flying Saturday. I don't know. I think Saturday's gonna be the better day, but we'll see. Uh, I'm just a glutton for punishment. <laughs> so call in to our number, which is nine seven three. Nine three six eight nine three six, and give us a little rundown of how you've liked the show over the years. Yep, or didn't like it, whatever. Or didn't like it, or have spawned other shows because you listen to our show or other shows. Yeah, or have gotten into drinking because I've talked about drinking way too much, or watching a movie. If you want to talk about Iron Man or Iron Man Two, definitely call in. Mm-hmm. If you want your lottery numbers, call me now. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. <laughs> Kevin will read your fortune for you. Yes. You might not want to <laughs> hear what he has to say, but. <laughs> it might all be wrong. <laughs> be one of those you call him. It's like, one day you're going to die. That's your fortune. Yeah. Okay, so we are at, oh, so Facebook likes. We are at 942 likes. Wow. And that's a plus one. You have a plus, plus one. one. So what is it, 943? I thought we no, had... no, it was 941, I guess, before. <laughs> I thought it was 943 last week. Uh, well, maybe someone unliked and then someone else liked, because I have a name that I don't recall reading. And maybe I have, so. Uh, one name, Clinton Bailey. All right. Thanks, Clint. Okay. Thanks, Clinton. Well, how do you know him that well? You can call him Clint, dude. Because I'm in his ear. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. All right. Facebook comments. What do we have for Facebook comments? I shared a post that our buddy Christopher Breams sent in on our visitor post on our Facebook page. I shared it to the main page because that stuff gets lost a lot of times. Visitor post. post. He mm-hmm. said, have you left your voicemail yet? And he had our phone number jotted down. Yep. 
Cam Taylor said, I wrote down everything I wanted to say. 56 second call. I must sound like Mickey Mouse on crack. Winky smiley emoji. And then Jason Dutton said, hang about. Didn't you say 8396? Question mark. Doe. It's a smiley face. And Jimmy Tate said, I don't know what to say. Jimmy, I never know what to say. I just make it up as I go. Yeah, Jimmy. Just come on and say, I'm the other Jimmy. I'm not the Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Tate. Exactly. We got some comments from our post for the road to 200. You got those, Kevin? Yeah, I saw that. Our buddy, Mike Sobey, from the RC Heli Heads podcast show extraordinaire, uh, said, great episode, guys. You almost got Steve to buy a plank. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and then somebody from us at football, me. Yeah. Steve, answered, Mike Sobey, almost then I came to my sentences. By the way, how's your plank flying these days? Mike Sobey says, uh, it flies great. Really enjoying the 60-inch extra. I actually said it flees great, but, you know, whatever. Oh, it flees great? That's what he says. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to put words in his mouth or anything. Nice. Uh, Jimmy Tate uh, said, I'll be tuned in around tonight, leaving for Disney come Thursday. Awesome. Jimmy, hope you had a good time. Actually, my wife was in G- Disneyland not too long ago. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Tate then commented, oh, yeah, almost there. Looking forward to listening. Uh, I think he's talking in reference to us having uh, number 300, 200. <laughs> Maybe maybe it means it's almost to Disney because you see one was three days, the other one was five days. Well, what's he walking to Disney? What the hell? We don't know where he lives. What if he lives? That's true. Far away, or he lives in Jacksonville and he's just walking. (laughs) Um, Takes two days to get there. Yeah, he's from Philly. Our buddy, oh, is he? That's about two days if you stop. You know, don't drive hard. Yeah, he should come out to our field. Yeah, or at least the South Jersey fun flights. That's only 45 minutes from Philly. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Our buddy Bill says, hey, guys, do you know you have an Instagram account? Doesn't look like it's been used since 2017. Yes, we do, Bill. Thank you. That was my responsibility, too, I believe. Yeah, that's why you wrote this. I think you wrote this, right? I think I wrote uh, that. I think Andy uh, Ross wrote this. He okay. says, yeah. <laughs> okay. Bill, what's this Instagram you speak of? Is it like a Teddy Graham? Yum. <laughs> and Bill wrote back, it's like poking the bear and asking him if he's tired, but the bear gets mad and says you're poking him, even though you were just wondering how he is. Had a long day and was tired? Oh, he's such. He's so going to get it. <laughs> he's so going to get it. I'm pretty sure he thought that was you saying that, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess so. Because he's referencing the time we were at the at down in Virginia. Poked the bear. No, was that Virginia? Yeah, because I was sitting in a chair right outside. Oh, what were you doing, Kevin? Minding your own business. Don't forget that. I was minding my own business. You always say sitting in a chair, drinking drinking my drink, and he had to come out and go. Oh, are you tired, Kevin? Oh, and that was it. I said, "Don't poke the bear, Bill." (laughs) I thought that was H O D. And then I got up and let him have it. <laughs> Maybe it was HOD. Every week since then. No, yeah. that was that was like 
No, that was like uh, at least two years after he the original poking of the bear, which was up at Rochester. Yeah, Rochester's original. Yeah. So I brought my 570 and I was putting tail blades on it. And I don't know. He had some comment about bringing a helicopter to a fun fly and working on it or something. I don't know. Then I just flipped the table over. <laughs> Let him have it. What'd you say to me, boy? Oh, dude. I love Bill, though, dude. He's the first person that. That's why he has a special place in my heart because he was the first guy that we started this freaking podcast and he was the first guy to start busting my balls right off the bat and that was it <laughs> and it's like the rest is history man mm-hmm. he's the best he is yeah i agree i won't see him till march because i know it's getting cold out so <laughs> I, I, I no nice you'll see bill. him but i mean you just have to pick him out of all that car hard and all the clothing that he wears because he yes. just he just layers up like the uh uh, the, the kid from, kid from Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I can't move my arms. He barely man. can walk or move his arms. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is that it? Shall we move it on to website comments? Yeah, let's move it on. Okay. What do we to have for website, website comments. comments? I don't know. I don't know either. Because we have all these Google Voice, you e- e- notifications. I don't think we got much, to be honest. I've been keeping an eye on it. No, I see nothing new. Yeah, Planker goes to the restroom, and then wow, a ton of ton Ton of of Google Voice numbers. Yep, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I I just scrolled through it quickly on my phone, try to not look at it. I've looked at a few. I may go through and weed out the ones that don't have anything to play. Well, I'm like when a new Star Wars movie is coming out, I don't even look at the the trailer, dude. So I'm not even looking at this. That's how excited I am. Yeah, don't look at. I'll take care of it. Like I'll. Make sure there's nothing that we can't use in there. When they're talking about it on the radio, I change the radio station. If two people on the street are talking about it, I punch at least one of them. Yeah, I, I stop that shit. Oh, right you didn't see that thing in the trailer? In the you know? Yeah. Oh, did you see when Luke jumped out with his lightsaber? Shut up, dude. You know how many fights I've started? Oh, you didn't see that part where Ray killed that guy? Oh, there's a new one coming out. That's right. We'll, re- we'll review that on a future episode. Yeah. When yeah. we're Steveless, yeah, <laughs> man, you guys do this shit on purpose. Kevin and Andy talk Star Wars, <laughs> fucking four and a half hour show. All What's right, that? that's my wife got me a cup from Disneyland and it's got BB-8 on the top of it. And you push a button, he makes all sorts of noises. So Podbean, you say? Pod yeah, bean. people, Podbean. What do we got? We got a few things going on on Podbean. Uh, Aztec 2016 started following us, and Jolson 383 liked episode 198, The Road to 200. So thanks, guys. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. Podbean comments, you say? Uh, let's see here. Five days ago, we got Jared 4454. GRE. Oh, no. Great show. As, <laughs> yeah, great show as always, guys. Uh, you all come into the Winter Bash. If you bring FFRC stickers, there will be one on every heli of mine. Oh. Nice. Andy, you're going to that, right? Yep. And you still have stickers from Merchant? I just have a few, yeah. I might need to get some more somehow. I think I have some. I could send them to you. Yeah, I might. I don't I, know how I, many I, I have. But... I should have got more. Like, I just had a few in that little plastic case I had from Urcha. Mm-hmm. But I've given some away and stuff. Yeah, let me we'll take see. a look. If, if we I'm have some have more, enough. we can uh, we can send some out, or I can 
uh, talk to Joe and see if we can get more cut. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, un- I'll be there. Yeah, as it turns out, I probably will not be there. Um, I'm not sure about Kevin. If you're usually around, you usually go to Florida around that time, but I think this year you're not, right? Well, our daughter, she was born early December, so we, we have been going down early December, but this year, but we've always missed Christmas, but this year we're going to go down around Christmas. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to miss the early December. But Andy will be there, so, you know. I'll be there. I booked my registration and stuff. This week, actually. Nice. Mike Sobe, five days ago, says, Hey, guys, great episode. The Joe Rogan podcast has almost 2,000 episodes, and they are all three hours long. Not heavily rated, but great show to listen to. Wow. I didn't know he had Joe Rogan had that many episodes. Yeah, dude, that is a really good show. I just started listening to that not too long ago. Is that the one that he talks about, like, drugs and stuff? He talks about, like... Dude, he talks about everything. Like I've Robo seen something or something. I've a lot of a lot of times I I've watched the uh, clips on on YouTube, um, but yeah, now I'm, I started listening to him. It's a good show. It's not too bad. Nice. I got to check it out. He's got some common sense, which is very rare these days. Yep. Cool. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Okay, great, good Junior. And uh, we got two comments from him. Okay. Oh, you got to sing this first one. <clears throat> What? You gotta sing the first line. I don't think Steve gets it, Kevin. I don't know what the first line is because I, I don't I don't see that. I don't know what like Okay, read it and then Kevin will get it. Eight six oh <laughs> eight six seven five three oh nine <laughs> common core the math of evil. I don't know. I don't know when stop singing, but I got um, it. I got yeah. it. <laughs> so common core the math of evil. Happy Halloween. No spooks for dictatorship. Presents the open of call. All. Please do man of asking says. Round up the sheep. Cuddle my fire. On the side in hover melt. Grilled cheese and nuts. Squirrel patrol. Moving red dot formation. Scatter. Scatter. Dr. Hatman. Conquer your heart, Mikado. That Diablo, cracking that egg. Electrified with nitro, swim with electricity. Your heli is your hobby. Make outside great again. Speak to your whispers. Never blind to your sense. Always dollars to your sense. Forever, TikTok into greatness. Thank you, Gregor Jr. Dude, he's the man. Now it's four days. Ago. <laughs> that was freaking yeah. awesome. And then he replies to that comment four days ago. Says, "Oh no, graveyard of many errors in professional medical, Doctor Helly Reader of Hocus Pocus. You're cracking that nitro codo to your heart." Apologies to her confusion. Hmm. Yes. Yes. My Kraken will be Nitro Kodo. He's talking about your Kraken being confused. (laughs) Yeah. Graveyard of many errors in professional medicine. I don't know what he's talking about, really. I think he's just saying, because I was talking about, um, I'm going to buy that. 
cracking conversion and converted to nitro. So he's saying my my cracking is a little bit confused, and um, and so are, sh- and so is Andy. Yes, always. <laughs> and I'm not sure what the graveyard of many errors in professional medical. I don't know, but cool. All it's right, best and if you we don't have try a, too hard to figure it out. Yeah, and we have. Uh, oh, yeah, we have another comment. I don't recognize his name. It's H I T U L eighty five. High toll thirty eighty five. And he says, two days ago, says, good info. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Uh, iTunes reviews. What do we got for iTunes? I saw nothing new on iTunes. Drop us an iTunes review. We'll read the review in the next episode. Email us at freefarc at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Check out our webpage, show. Not show. Say hello, Mr. Chris Reibert. Hi, Mr. Chris Reibert. <laughs> flight test forums off the field audio and video production other than flight test podcast free forcey podcast say hi to david hill aka hilda flyer hey dave hi david hilda flyer and to uh what's his name hey, rocky boy name? rocky boy uh fellow podcasters we got telerotor podcast uh that's mike mike and rob and and uh reed richards there what's his name rich rich Yes. Yep. Been Just released a new episode, yep. by the way. I listened to it this week. And I was Which one is that? The mentor, mentorship? Yeah. One? Mentoring? Yeah. Just I haven't heard the whole thing yet. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I will. Uh, BKRC podcast. That's Kyle and Bert. Or Bert and Kyle. RC Roundtable. Fitz, Terry, and Lee, who are going to be Kevin. at the AMA West. <laughs> yeah, they're going to AMA West, all of them, I think, right? Yep. They're going to yes. be doing some speaking and some listening and some more speaking. I heard. Yeah. They did some on Amy East, too. I think they did a couple yep. presentations and stuff. They're all three were there. Yeah. 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 I met none uh, of them. Yeah. I, I only met Terry. But that was cool, though. It was brief, but uh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Helly Heads podcast. Uh, that's Mike, Kevin, and Dan. Skids up. Skids down. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Don't get me started. Um, skids up, it's up. Skids up, <laughs> hose down. Um, that's um, Javier, Frank, Scott, and... Uh, Come on, you can do it. Who the hell else is on that show? Daniel? David? Paul. 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 Why do I always forget Paul? Sorry, Paul. I don't know. Why do you forget him? He's the main guy. I know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I forget Steve. He's the main guy. I'm nowhere near the main guy. Shoot. You are the main oh. guy, dude. You are. You're the main guy. No, I don't want to be the main guy. The main um, guy. What, what's the last time they released the episode? I don't. I feel like they've. Yeah, you know, a couple episode two ago. was the last one, right? About a decade ago, it feels like. Yeah. yeah, I thought they were doing twice a month. Yeah, every other week. Every other week, yeah. Oh, okay. Get it together, uh, guys. We needed to hear it. Uh, let's see. High voltage with Bobby Watts. All right, and of course, go check out Bill Ann's YouTube channel. Check him out. Tell him stop poking the bear. Check him out. Check <laughs> out Bill Ann when you got some time. And Bill Ann too. Oh yeah, Bill Ann too. I always forget about that. that's Bill Ann's hidden secret. Yeah, you got to go check that <laughs> one out. <laughs> 
if it's Bill's hidden secret, Bill like, and uncensored. If it's Bill Ann's little hidden secret, I do not want to go check that out. I didn't Bill say Ann little hidden secret. Did you say that? I thought you said that. I said hidden secret. Not did I say little hidden secret? Is that oh, Bill Ann after dark? I Yoder? think you said little hidden secret. Is it Yoda or Yoda? <laughs> I, I, that's what I heard, dude. I, I, but I could be wrong too. Might be. You see how quickly Kevin gives up about when we say he said something. Oh like, yeah, yeah whatever you guys say, I said. <laughs> You're like, wait, is, is, is this another Yoda? Yoda? He has no fight left in him. He's nope. like, yep, whatever you guys say. <laughs> well, dude, I've been sitting in front of a microphone for three hours now. I'm kind of like, whatever, whatever you guys want to say. I, I will. Especially when we're like, this could be a short episode. I'll sign my freaking car over to you if you I want to end this episode. How about this one hour episode? That you've <laughs> yeah, been doing? exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, you got Steve going. Uh. Okay. <laughs> all those all those add up to at least 20 minutes. Yeah, when you take out all the... No, long, I didn't do it that the, much this episode. Shit. When you take out the awkward silences, we'll cut 30 minutes out of the show. Yeah, while well, I'm like... Oh, shit. Re- like looking at these. Okay, anyways. Back to the show. <laughs> Tangent number two. All right. So we want to thank... All our listeners and all our guests that come on the show, um, yeah, you know, we're, we're about to um, embark on the 200th episode next week and, and you know, hitting 199. I, I you know, to be frank, I want to be, I, you know, I wanted to do this for as long as I can. I didn't even think we'd make it to 200, to tell you the truth. So, um, you hey, know, dude, it's, it's very hey, awesome. Back when I was just a listener, I didn't think you'd ever make it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit no but seriously i don't i 200 episodes it's it's a milestone for sure um doing this for over three years is also a milestone i think you know um coming this december it'll be for like four years you know um since we started so it's yeah. you know and it's if you think about four years is longer it's it's you know it's only a couple years shy of how long we've been in the hobby you yeah know, we've been in the hobby for six now i guess yeah five five and a half six you know yeah and we've been and out of that four years we've been podcasting so that's, yeah it's that's been pretty, pretty impressive crazy. mark crazy ride man mm-hmm. and it's there's still a lot more track ahead of us and we'll, we'll be still busting out more of these episodes so we definitely appreciate all our, you know, all the folks taking the time to listen to us. Yep. Yeah. Thank you. Writing in, calling in. Yeah. All of do. that we stuff. Really appreciate it. Yes. Yeah. So thank you. So I want to let everyone know for the final 199th episode, like we're now going to be in the 200s. We ask guys and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. I said that over 199 times now. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yes. Wow. 200. Yeah, dude. That came up quick, 199, though, huh? I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um, because we do it every week, it's just kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't put that in there. Come yeah, on. that's 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 a bit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but dude, it's it seems like it, right? I said fifteen episodes. What, was I crazy?
Yeah. Andy, make sure that goes in the bloopers. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, Andy, you're not editing, are you? I, I was going to edit. Not if you can do it. But well, I would I'll, like I'll you to deal. upload one of the, the projects just so I could look yeah. over it, kind of see how you structure the tracks and do the bloopers and all that shit. It just occurred to me that I could probably learn a lot by just looking at an open project. <laughs> or you'll be even more confused. Well, I, <laughs> I, might, I might call you and be like, what the fucking hell is this? Because I'm like, I want a steak. Let's go to Longhorn. Oh, well, I don't know if I really feel like Longhorn. Okay, then where do you want to go? I don't know. You pick. Yeah, okay, I don't I'm know. Go where do you want? And then every time you suggest something, yeah. no, I don't want to go there. Yeah, I get that all the time. With, with uh, we just had that. Or my favorites, you pick something. Chinese? No. Italian? No. The <laughs> deli? No. Well, then I don't know. Well, you pick something. I always pick. I just pick three things. You don't want to go to any of them. I know. Uh, women are hard. Then we get all dressed up, and she's like, why don't I just stay home and cook something? <laughs> Kevin's like, I had to put pants on for this. Really? That used to happen. Now I don't even do it. I just wait. Wait till she's like all done and ready, and then you just put your pants on and go. Yeah. I know what I and, do. And I'm still out the door before. Yeah. She could be halfway to the car from the house. <laughs> I could be asleep. <laughs> and for some reason, I still make it to the car before. Bullshit. Dressed, ready to go. <laughs> and sitting there with the car running. Come on, honey. Let's go. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot my phone. Turn around. <laughs> We may all be burned out and done with it before then. But fuck that hobby. Those whining bitches. What yes. does retirement look like for... I'm going to get into scale trains. For a RC pilot. Be old as fuck. Can't see. Yeah. <laughs> Flying into shit all the time. Flying helicopters into people. Look out! Saying, back in my day! Kevin's flying. Look out! Oh, shit. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're retired or if you're 50. Yeah, true. Better watch out, give us like. Uh, what do you want to name it? What What does retirement look like? What is it? I don't, don't want to make it super long. Just put retirement. People will think it's our last episode. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> we should quit right before the 200. <laughs> we build it up, talked about it. Now oh, let's just shit. quit the show. We're like... At the end of the show, be like, oh, by the way, we're retiring because we can't figure out what the 200th episode is going to be. 